This is episode 58, and I am your host, Mr. Lyndon Burton, joined by my co-host, as always, Mr. Chris SJE, rocking the fairy tale this week. We see him out here. You already know what time it is, man. I got to hold it down for Mashima, you know what I'm saying? The GOAT, you feel me? Because the fa- uh, fairy tale came, just dropped, what was it, Friday, I want to say? Like, that shit just dropped. Like, I ain't really? even got far in it yet. I'm, like, past the first the first little fight in the tutorial shit. Is it just it. Nintendo only? Is it Nintendo exclusive? Nah, Nintendo Switch and PS4. I thought it was only PS4, but it's for the Switch too. So I've been, uh, as soon as I found on- out it was for the Snitch, uh, the Snitch, the Switch, like two days, two or three days before it dropped, I pre-ordered it. Cause like, I, I thought it was just for PS4. My guy is now a Switch guy. I'm, All the I'm, good shit is exclusively PS4. Please, that's like why, fucking that's Ghost of Tsushima and shit. That's why I don't get why you're not on PS4 wave, but that's a whole nother conversation. I just got World Seeker. World Seeker's coming. I got a hard copy that it's coming in the mail hopefully tomorrow. It's a it's a to me, I prefer Pirate Warriors 4 because like, really, yes, I do like 10 by like 5 million percent because World Seekers is cool, but like it's very limited, it's very glitchy. Like, Damn. there's things about World Seeker that I just don't like. Whereas Pirate Warriors 4 covers the One Piece story, like, everything in World Seeker is just. Bandai fan made, whereas Pirate Warriors, oh, you're actually doing. Shit. Yeah, there's no like it's it's a made up story it's that doesn't. Like. Yeah, it's, it doesn't matter. You can only Damn. play as Luffy, whereas in Pirate Warriors, you can play as the whole gang. Like you can't play as other niggas, and if you want to, you gotta buy DLCs to do it, which is trash. And you only Damn. get one. You only get one mission as them. Like Pirate Warriors, I, I wish you would have asked me about this before. I mean, not Pirate with World Seeker because. I do not like it. That's why the, uh, when I tweeted last about what the best one, the best anime game has to be Pirate Warriors. That's not a fighter because, bro, everything else is like from Kakarot to that. It's just ass. Oh, I'm not fucking with Kakarot at all, but it's just I'm not I, like I'm copying it from somebody. You know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. that bitch is like pre-owned. You feel me? So I'm copying mm-hmm. it for the low just to just to just, just, cause, to, see. just to see what it's hitting for. You know what I'm saying? I might just play because. I, it's gonna be a while before I even touch it because, like, I got so much games on the Switch right now. Like, I just downloaded the Fairy Tale game. Uh, I just started really playing the Attack on Titan game. I downloaded Dragon Ball Heroes. I'm just literally just passing the tutorial of that too. Cause I think the one I'm probably gonna try to beat first is the Attack on Titan game. You feel me? But I got too much games for the Switch. I need a cop. I'm I, telling I, I, I you, need bro. You need to get Pirate War. But like, I would wait to get Pirate Warriors Four till you caught up with One Piece because you don't want to ruin any of the story. Like you don't want to learn the story from the yeah, game. I got I got Power Warriors three. I'm I'm like in Power Warriors three. I want to say I'm in the the Sanji arc. You feel me? Like the the, oh, the whole they scooping the, up Sanji shit on the, the Totland shit. I just stopped playing it. You feel me? Real, I'm yeah. catching up, bro. I'm in, I'm in Dressrosa now. You feel me? I just got to Dressrosa. Just met Fujitora. You know what I'm saying? Wait, t- pause, 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 pause. My nigga, you, why didn't you hit me up and tell me you was in Dress Rose? I'm well, glad I just you saved it for the I pod. I just, just got there. Like, but I just like, got to Dress Rose. I finished Punk Hazard. Oh, Gas shit. Pack. Not super gas pack, but I liked it a lot. You, feel me? You, you just meet Law. 
but you meet I, I really like I really like the context you meet him in and, and the punk direction hazard, the story's going. That's what I was about to say. Punk hazard is a setup for the world. Like the speech that Law gives about how he breaks the cog into the wheel, about like how the the uh worst generation was preparing for two years, and he was like, Don't flamingo, you ain't do shit but sit on your ass. Like, we about to come fuck you up. Bro, Law Law was really gangster. Like how he, how he even made that nigga Dofi back down, bro. I was like, no, this nigga didn't. I thought he was really because he was big. He's like, hey, I'm gonna kill these niggas. He like they talking about nigga, give up my what? I'm Straight just gonna find you. I'm gonna kill you. But then, but then fucking Dofi came up and and put hands on Smoker like bad. Smoker got that, that was up. boy. They, they, <laughs> he lucky. He lucky. Al-Kiji Smoker caught a there. lot of L's. He caught a lot of L's. I'm yeah. So, Alkiji was like, "Don't kill him. That's my boy." So he he was leaking. His whole face was bloody. Is, I was like, "This is fucking amazing, ladies and gentlemen." I've been waiting for Chris to catch up on One Piece for so. I'm getting there long. So, and, I'm trying to and catch real up shit. on Dress Rosa next by don't, next week. Do not just stop at the anime. I want you in the manga with me reading spoilers like on Wednesday. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm reading the manga to catch up. Like, I'm reading the manga and then I and go then back watch the and fights. I watch. Yeah, yeah, basically. Watch the fights. And I watch the impactful moments and shit like that. That's exactly I mean? what I did. Hell to the yes. That shit gas Met the, the surgeon of death. I'm so happy. Holy shit. Now you're in Dress Rosa. The like, world I'm is expanding. I'm trying to... I'm tr- I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm trying to think of like... What is known at Punk Hazard time? It's like, so. see, the thing is, like, I, I, I've just being on Twitter, you feel me, and knowing you and knowing just where One Piece is for a while. I've been knowing because my bro Dio used to watch One Piece back when I was watching Hunter Hunter and shit, and he was like, "Bro, you missing it? It's going some crazy shit going on right now." And I would hear some things, and then I would see Twitter go crazy when certain shit would happen. But all I know is con- like small context, you feel me? Mm-hmm. But now they're starting to introduce these concepts, not even show the characters. Just like just you just met words. the niggas from Wano. You just met Keenemon, uh, Momonosuke, and uh, you you met the, the same, like they with them going yeah, to Dress Rosa. Sure. Yeah. And the thing is, I, I, when I met them and you, you hear them talk about Wano, it's like a, oh shit, Wano. So these are key players. They're, they're, yeah. they're foreshadowing something that this is a whole area. I've heard uh, Kaido's name, you know what I'm saying? Like It's, it's kind of reminiscent to how... To me, okay, so let me let me just give you some context. So basically, this whole Wano thing is kind of like the Alabaster. Like, you know how when they met Vivi and then they got Chopper and then they went to Alabaster. It's like they met Momonosuke and them. They get them. They they do dress Rosa because they got to go get Conjuro. Then they go to Zoe because they got to get Rizo. And then the shit with Sanji happens, which is a curveball. And then, boom, then they go to Wano. And Wano, to me... When you uh, and I'm very interested to see what you think when you get there, but I consider Wano. Wano is very, if if it mirrors any arc, I know people like to think it, they they want to compare it to Marine Ford because of like the war, but to me, Wano is Eni's lobby in Water Seven, whereas Wano is Water Seven, and then Oni Onigashima, what, what's going on right now, even though that's inside of Wano, is technically the Eni's lobby. So that's how I, I feel I mean, about I that. Wait. And I want to see what you think when you get there. But you about to meet the best One Piece villain, in my opinion, to this day, the Doflamingo. And Doflamingo's backstory is nuts. Man, nuts. I got to see what's popping, bro. I, I be seeing, like, you about you know to meet saying? Sabo. Like, shit is, you just met, like, real shit. You about to meet two of my favorite, like, probably my two favorite characters in One Piece that's not, like, Zoro Sanji. Like, that's Law he- and Sabo. I forgot about Sabo because Sabo is in all the games and shit like that. And mm-hmm. Sabo was in uh was in Stampede when I watched. And Stampede you still and haven't met like him that. yet. And the only I've, I've seen him as a kid, but they still haven't tied the knot in between. Yep. Like the 
me, the viewer, if I hadn't played the game or, you know what I'm saying, seen Stampede, I'd still think he's dead. You know what I'm saying? And you about to get all of that that's coming up. Ooh, so we gonna I'm keep hyped, because Dress every- Rosa is pretty long, but I knocked out, like, 20 so chapters, like, yesterday, where, I want to say. Where are you at exactly? Because we're going to do this every t- every anime talk episode now is get an update on One Piece. Like, Last, I do, like I do with Schubert. Schubert's watching it on Bros Who Binge, and he watches it. That nigga right now is in Sky Pia. Like, everybody's on One Piece right now. It's crazy. So I'm going to oh, get an shit. update for you. Every, bro, everybody's on it right now. Like, I've been seeing my bros. Like, Otaku Guy's on it right now. Yep. Uh just so many Mickey Mall, shout out to uh shout out to uh M Dudu who listens to the sh- watches the show. But yeah, okay, so where exactly are you at in Dress Rosa? Like what have the, they the last thing I'm cause I'm literally just just pulling up into Dress Rosa. Like I just finished watch uh finished reading uh Punk Hazard or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um you meet Fujitora, though I just know who he is, you know what I'm saying? But okay, he's like so, just basically this blind samurai, you feel so me? Is, he, he's so gambling and shit. Is oh he's just gambling. Like, did he w- run past Luffy and them? Like he just like right where I hit they was whenever they they uh like Luffy seeing him get finesse. Okay, so did because he's basically getting finesse right now. It, did Luffy hear about something where he's trying to go somewhere? Not yet. I'm about to get oh, there. Okay, though. okay, okay. Like cool. I like I, I think I stopped reading like mid chapter. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, okay, so they still doing Law's plan right now. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Okay. Like they 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 just put up Dress Rosa and they doing Law's plan. Like All right, the whole fucking alliance shit. That shit is. Like, I'm looking forward to seeing what's coming out of this, too, because I fuck with Law super hard, you feel the me? Surgeon of Death, man. Probably my favorite One Piece character. He's freaking amazing. Just a room shambles. It's fucking... <laughs> and, bro, when I've been watching, great. I've been watching Sub, because that's all they got now. Like, I'm out of dub territory. <laughs> I'm, like, wave past dub territory. Well, not wave past, but... Isn't it amazing? Be honest. Be honest. Like, okay, like which, certain characters. Isn't Luffy better? And that's no disrespect to the dub actress. Who I does. think they're pretty they're pretty similar. Like to me, Luffy, both of the Luffies are pretty similar. But See, then again, I, I, I haven't seen him. Luffy. I haven't seen him go full gummo gummo or anything. You know what I'm saying? Wait, wait, till, wait till you hear him go gear segundo. Or when Man, I wish I'd have took better shit. I, it's, it, I wish I would have took better note. Cause I I know there's a like I don't I don't think I like Sanji. Uh Smoker definitely sounds weird. You know what I'm saying? Do you, wait, so okay, so I like Zoro and Sanji to me are way better. Like I, I get that Chris Sabat does uh Zoro and he does Pikachu. I mean, uh, does Piccolo and Vegeta and his and his Zoro sounds very similar to them. But I like the sub Zoro because it's very distinct, and I like the sub Sanji more because Zoro and Sanji to me are two well known. Like it's basically uh who's Sanji's voice actor? And I feel like it's it's not Gohan. It's who is, is it uh. Fuck, I feel like I should know who Sanji is. I'm about to look this up because it but it bugs me because I feel like it's Piccolo and someone else talking to each other. But okay, tell me which which ones you like more dub. Now see, I'm gonna have to get back, I'm gonna have to get back at you. I gotta go back there and like note and compare them both, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I've been watching it, like, but I've mostly been reading it, you feel me? But whenever I watch it, it is in sub. And I've been seeing a lot of shit, but I need to go back and like see what I like compare the two. You know what I'm saying for each character, because like I, I only I've only seen a few of the because uh, everybody wasn't super active in all the fights. You know what I'm saying true. No, that's one thousand. Okay, so he vote. Yeah, okay. To me, when this is why it bugs me when I watch the dub because it's Eric Valet or Eric Vale, and I and I love Eric Vale because he has one of my favorite performances. As trunks, but that's what bugs me. Sanji and and, Vegeta, and Sanji and Zoro are supposed to be rivals who don't get along, but it's Vegeta and Trunks versus each other, so it's father and son. That bugs <laughs> the shit out of me. 
Like it just, it's something that I noticed. And I'm just like, man, cause I was watching the other day, somebody posted the thriller bark clip where, where Zoro's like, nothing happened here. And Sanji runs up and talks to him. And I'm just like, yo, that's trunks. And like, I, 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 I just can't do man, it. I never, I never caught it. I gotta go back and I don't get the, I don't get Trunks vibes. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I should have caught that. Like I, I feel like I should have caught it. Goes, I know, I know Chris Savage. I know Chris Savage's voice as soon as I hear it. Like I'm like, yeah, oh, it's all like, right. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Captain, you know. That's why Captain, I like you know, Captain Yami. That's why I, I fuck with Zora more, the sub. But that's something I want to know next time with the update. So when the update, we are gonna get where you at, and then what you think about the dub compared to the sub. But this is an awesome just day anime talk. I was already excited for the episode because we have a great <laughs> news slate. But the fact that my nigga Chris is on dress Rosa, oh one game, it, we move, we move. Uh, and then once you catch up, I'm gonna ask you the question about One Piece compared to Naruto and how is One Piece oh, the greatest show? I'm gonna ask you once you catch up, but that's not a conversation we have now. But that is something that we can maybe start when we get to our discussion because of something we have. But let's jump into the news. This is a big show slated today. So the Demon Slayer movie trailer, the uh, Mugen Train arc uh, is has a release date as well as a trailer drop is dropping in Japan in October. But for American audiences, me and Chris kind of told you this last last episode, we discussed it because of, of how concentrated I am on movies in America. I brought this to the table where if America's not getting tenant and not getting American movies, I, I, I did not prepare us, Chris, that we were not going to get them the, the Demon Slayer movie this year because of COVID. <sighs> Man, I think we we had like a conversation about um, you feel me? Of it if it may happen, yeah. If it should come to streaming and if it should happen, and I now I, I wish that it happened because like See? you already know this gonna trap out the bandwidth. You know what I'm saying? You already know what time it is. You know what I'm saying? If if that shit drop in Japan and within the month or within the time in, October. in between that, like it, between the time when it drops and when it drops in America, uh. You know it's gonna come out somewhere HQ, and if it's, I'm not, I'm not the type of dude to download, watch no bootleg quality shit. But if it pops up, it's on the timeline. People putting it out there, and it's like actual high quality, like you know what I'm saying. Sub, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You got the sub out and everything. And that's I'm the hoping, thing. It comes out in October. Or like, somebody, I hope somebody gets the streaming rights to it before. I hope we can still get it in America in the theaters not, if we ever do. But I'm not even excited to go to the theaters right now with this the whole COVID shit. Funimation is, has so much money behind it. That's why we're not going to... It's going to theaters first. And the thing <sighs> is, it drops in October in Japan. We do not know what month in 2020 because they're basing it around when theaters open again. So it could be January. It could be February. It could be March. Like, this is going to be a long, long process. But what do you think of the trailer? It looked good. It, it definitely it, looks good. And I, I do got to say, if I, if, you know what I'm saying? Even if I don't watch the movie, I'm glad that I read the manga. Yeah. So like I'm not really looking Stressing. forward to anything. Like I'm not like oh shit they're gonna spoil something. Like the most I'll know is how the movie ends. They might spoil that, but I already know how it's gonna end anyway. Or like I don't know how it's gonna end, but I'll know what happens after it ends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like I'm still curious because I know everybody's been looking forward to seeing a certain a certain demon, uh, in at the end of the 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 trailer trying to see if they're gonna include him in the movie. But I think that's more of a a surprise thing you're gonna get in the movie. I don't think they're gonna put that in the trailer. People are wondering if you're gonna see Akaza before the last yeah. the last trailer drops. I don't even think even if he's in the movie, you know what I'm saying? They, but, they shouldn't, they should save it because that's like that's like blowing your load before you like, you know, before it's time. Yeah, it got a, a lot of shit happens, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, you feel me? 
what I what they did show in the trailer, like the action. It's Demon Slayer, man. It looks good. It's what it, you expect. Yeah, it looks great. And this, honestly, I you know how low I've been on Demon Slayer just because of the manga. This trailer has me excited again. So I'm really excited to see this arc because honestly, these next two arcs are probably my two favorite arcs in Demon Slayer. The train and then the t- the Tengen arc is definitely my favorite arc in the whole manga. So like same for these, sure. These, like this is this, this is Demon is, Slayer in its peak at, yeah, its, at its prime. You know what I'm honestly, saying? after this, it just goes. <laughs> Just I'm not gonna lie. Down, I think I think hill. some of the arcs, like after these next, because we get the we get the uh we get this arc and then we get like the train arc and then we get the red light district arc. I think Gas. after that you get a couple. The arcs after that are gonna be better animated. I feel like the arcs mm-hmm. after that are gonna be better on anime. But uh, as far as manga goes, like you know what I'm saying, the an- like I feel like that whenever the anime hits these next couple arcs, it's gonna do it justice. And I'm no. not gonna lie, it's not like Dragon Ball Super where the the anime is trash and the movies are fire. Like the the anime is fire, so the movies is only gonna be yeah, it has equally to be fire. or more fire. You exactly, know what I'm even it, if it's it, equally fire, it covers actual arc. Is this is something that they're doing something new for the first time? So. If anything, I'm supporting this not only because I love Demon Slayer, but I'm supporting this as an anime fan because hopefully if this is successful, maybe the My Hero arc that we have right now that's going on, that this that's a big war arc, could be a movie or Villain Academia could be a movie. So this is something that we should support so we could see other things do this and we could get away from just filler movies. So good for Demon Slayer. Hopefully we get it uh, sooner than later because... Man, it's definitely going to be trapped out of the bandwidth if it drops in October like they're planning to like, do. I don't see them dropping it in October and it not being out everywhere by December. You feel me? Yeah. So it's like, y'all wait until 2021. It's like, you might as well re-strategize because I understand you want that big bag, but big bag versus no bag is kind of, you yeah. know what I'm saying? You got you to gotta find something in the middle, somewhere in the middle. Exactly. And speaking of My Hero, My Hero is dropping a new OVA called Make It, Do or Die Survival Training. It's dropping August 16th. It's two parts. It'll be on Hulu on August 16th, and then it'll be on Crunchyroll and everywhere August 30th. But it's we're getting it the same time as Japan, so no worries about that. This is basically a description of it. In this brand new adventure, some Class 1A students are sent to hone their survival skills at a training course. Having yet to receive their provisional license, they're eager to cut loose and have a little fun they quickly discover that the danger they face is no simulation it's going to take calm their combined training teamwork quick thinking if they're going to pass this assignment so basically this takes place kind of before uh what we just saw and like it's not manga content it's it's an ova so this will be cool but i'm just ready for the new season this is just this is just a little tie over because honestly this this kind of scares me because maybe we don't get the new season this you know next this upcoming january because th- that's like when my hero a bunch of filler they yeah. might just give us some filler until they're ready but as long as it looks good when it comes back i ain't tripping on it you know what i'm saying we got a lot of a lot of gas pack that has been pushed back so 2021 is going to be like uh 2019 on steroids and 2020 we're already getting some solid shit whatever they they had finished and they had ready they're letting it out. We're getting some good shit as far as yep. that. But as far as the shit that they push back, it's only gas pack that they're pushing back. So like next year's Neverland, the Demon Slayer movie, potentially My Hero season five, and that's just three off top. And then, if anything, if if this if My Hero, you know what I'm saying, the studio is like COVID's making everything a little bit slower and they're taking their time to do season five, if they already have these OVAs in the pocket just for a rainy day, 
let them out. Like more yeah. of my hero content, nobody's gonna be mad at that. Nobody's you know complaining, but it's just like, damn, season five is nuts. So maybe after you catch up on One Piece, you can catch up on my hero because that shit. Oh yeah, for sure. That, for shit, sure. Is, that shit is crazy. But next up, speaking of twenty twenty one, and I want to get your take on this because you're the fan. I gotta re, I gotta watch the full series because I gave up on it and it was never really my bag. But I know we're probably gonna review this show on this show, so I have to be prepared. But the Inuasha sequel trailer dropped. What'd you think of it? <laughs> this is a Chris only topic. It's so hard. It was so hard to find like a good the good trailer. Like all the trailers were either super choppy or it was just screenshots in a video. I'm like sitting there looking at the official trailer. I'm like, man, why can I not get like good HQ? You know what I'm saying? But I guess it's it's so early on in the process. But um, I'm excited about it. It's it's different. Um because, you know, Inuyasha, the main characters, you know what I'm saying, is Kagome and Inuyasha. It's mm-hmm. like a, uh, but the thing is, Inuyasha, uh, like a lot of females, a lot of a lot of women, a lot of girls love. Um, it's their you know show, saying, man. Inuyasha. And a lot of a lot of dudes like it, too. But this one is like an all-girl, like all-girl uh, cast, you know what I'm saying? But it, it seems really dope. And isn't the main character kind of like a mix of Kagome and Inuyasha where she has the bow and arrow and Inuyasha sword? Yeah, she's a bounty hunter, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, she, uh, I'm looking at it right now. Moroha is her name. And she's a, a 14-year-old bounty hunter. And she, the drip is just like, it reminds me super hard of Inuyasha. It looks like it would be Inuyasha and Kagome's daughter. You know what I'm saying? And then and that's what's the up with daughter, daughter in the mix yeah. too. And like, that's kind of like, they're like related. You know what I'm saying? They're like, what cousins. is that? Like, they're, yeah, they're like cousins. You they're feel first me? cousins because that's in your in your and Shersomaru are brothers. And see, it doesn't it doesn't say if she's just squad or if she's, you know what I'm saying? a rival, uh, rival type situation. We got somebody that's the antagonist. He has another daughter. You feel me? I'm looking at this character. I thought this was a dude. It looked like Todoroki. He got like the white hair, but the one little red bang. Oh, so he has two daughters. Two daughters, and one of them looks like I thought this was a dude character, so I was surprised when it was all female cast. Cause I'm, I'm checking, you know, what I'm saying, I, I can see it now, like that it's a chick. You feel me? But uh, I'm surprised Shishomaru got two daughters. Inuyasha got one, and the whole cast is like these three. And I want to say, uh, one of his daughters is the uh, the antagonist. You know, what I'm saying, okay. if I'm not mistaken, she might be a protagonist. They might be a little. They might all be click. <laughs> they might have like a little click. But I just want to see what the storyline is going to be like. I want to see how long it's going to be, what story they're going to dive into. I just hope it's real, you know what I'm saying, fan service I hope that Inuyasha fans get what they come, uh, f- what they came for when they, like me, I want to see a lot of fan service shit. I want a lot of callbacks, you know what I'm saying? I want mm-hmm. shit to tug at my heartstrings, you feel me? I definitely want some cameos. All these people got kids. I want to see the parents like in a time skip format, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm excited for this. Mm, okay, well, we will keep you guys updated on Inuyasha. And by the time the season starts, I will be caught up with old classic in you but next up b stars is eyeing a january 2021 comeback to uh start the new year off right hopefully that doesn't put them in anime jail because that means me and crystal will be trapping out the bandwidth but hopefully when netflix drops it in japan everywhere will get it but another one to the 2020 2021 gas pack year that's gonna challenge 2019 for one of the best years of an anime b stars chris are you excited for season two I am actually like I'm. I'm not gonna lie to you. I started B stars with some some you know questions, some uh, concerns, and everything. Especially once you get past a few episodes, you like. It ended up being fire. Pretty gas, son. Front to back, I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was a pretty compelling series, and I'm, I'm looking forward year, to seeing where it goes. I want to say 
early this year, late last year. Yeah, it, it, was, it was. This year. Yeah, it was late last year. So that doesn't count for this year. You're so you're totally right. The dub dropped this year. That's when I watched it. Whenever it dropped on Netflix. Yeah, so that's up for anime of the year. Crazy B stars. That was a great, great little show because didn't have any expectations and it turned out being super fire. So shout out to B stars. Ready for season two coming 2021. Well, the crunchy role in Adult Swim partnership. We know what's coming from it. We know what's Toonami's bringing. So let me, I got a long list. So Blade Runner, Black Lotus, which is going to be an anime on Toonami based off of the Blade Runner movie series. It's made between Crunchyroll and Adult Swim. When I, I'm just going to use Adult Swim because that's the company for Toonami, but it's all Toonami. And that's coming out 2021 as well. That's going to be super dope. They released some pictures. So basically it's like this this detective in this AI world, cyberpunk. So it's going to give you cowboy bebop vibes. Uh, also, Uzumaki dropped a little trailer. It's dropping 2021. It's just some pictures. That's going to be super dope. And then uh, a total original between production IG, Toonami, and Crunchyroll is called Fina Pirate Princess. It dropped a trailer. And I know the name. When you hear Fina Pirate Princess, you might think, oh, this might not be for me. It might not be a lot of action. But don't worry. It's dropping 2021. The trailer looked crazy. This is what it's about. It's a 12-episode original anime series that tells the tale of a young orphan girl, Fina Houtman. Fina has been raised on an island where there's no hope of becoming anything more than a sh- than chattel to be used and discarded by soldiers of the British Empire. But Fina is more than just another powerless orphan. When her mysterious past comes knocking, Fina will break the chains of her oppressors. Her goal, forge a new identity, free bondage, and search for a place where she can truly belong and find out the true mysteries behind a keyword, Eden. It's the story of a lifetime adventure she and her crew of misfits and unlikely allies will have in pursuit of her goals. Chris, you saw this trailer, super gory, super violent. When you hear the name Fina Pirate Princess, you don't think this, but if Toonami's putting out an original with production IG, they're not about to put nothing out that's not gas. This shit looks dope. I'm excited for, again, 2021, giving us three Toonami originals in Uzumaki, Blade Runner, and Fina Pirate Princess. I'm just excited to see Toonami, like, Get back and stronger game. than ever. Yeah. Like, Toonami is, is a thing that, you know what I'm saying, as an adult, uh, it wasn't around at the beginning of my adulthood. It was just a thing of the past, and um, it was a, a good thing of the past, and it... it you know, it, it left and then came back and hit a new generation with the Naruto kids. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people grew up on Tsunami. So to see it right now, not only delivering us the My Heroes and the Fire Forces and, you know what I'm saying? They, it's they, getting into it's, the streaming wars. And I think it, it's, it's justly it's delivering original content. And all the original content seems gas. Like even this this Fina uh, project with the pirate uh, pirate princess, it sounds crazy, but at the same time, you know, if you know, if you learned anything about the Moogie Water, you know what I'm saying? It is the a crew. You need a pirate crew. You feel me? And from what I'm looking at, the crew looks pretty solid. Like it everybody looks on the crew dope. looks intriguing. And look, man, I, I I talked about this with Schubert when we talked about this on Bros Who Binge, but Adult Swim in Toonami is our generate like we th- this is our generation's network. Like we grew up on it. It was intended for uh, I guess uh, the people in their 30s now, but it was really our generation who snuck and look at it late at night when our parents, when it was like, no, you shouldn't be watching this, but we did anyway. And it has enough car blanche and enough goodwill and notoriety from our generation who's now has the buying power in the market and has now has the paying power. And HBO Max knows that like, 
our generation really fucks with it. So why not let these people make original content? Because you have the newer generation, like you said, but then you have our generation that's going to champion it. This is the perfect time for Toonami to do this because it's a win-win for everybody involved because our generation is now in the marketplace to be spending heavily. Very true, bro. Like, now is the best time, you know what I'm saying? And plus, it's just a time for content. Like, if you got some good shit, drop that shit because now it's going to stick, you feel me? No matter what, people are watching anime. So if you got some good anime in the cut, you got some experimental shit, you just want to dabble in it, like... I don't see you being a big company like Toonami or Crunchyroll or whatever, not getting into these originals. So it's it's yep. long overdue. I'm just glad we're we're getting quality ones. Like we're and getting there's so Uzumaki. many stories out there, man. Like it's and that's the thing that as a creator I love that being that I'm influenced by manga as a writer. It's like I I'm influenced by American comics, but I'm influenced by Japanese manga and anime. And it's like there has to be a place where you can put out these stories that aren't necessarily fit for the typical American audience that's targeted to the fans of anime and manga. And Toonami and Crunchyroll are showing that they're that place with God of High School, Tower of God being uh, South Korean uh, properties. And then we see things like Radiant being a French property. And now we have these American ones with uh, Fina Pirate Princess and as well, but more so American as the uh, as the Blade Runner, which I'm super excited for. And if that works, it just gives all of these American creators, French, English creators who aren't necessarily trying to make American comic style, but are trying to make manga style. And it gives them a place to get their work adapted. And now it's like, okay, well, HBO, Crunchyroll are doing it. Hulu's going to have to start doing it. Netflix is going to have to start doing it. We already see Netflix trying to start it now. So it's like, this is amazing for all creators involved who love anime and manga. And I love seeing the fact that uh, all these regions are getting their own manga, not manga, well, manga and uh, anime adaptations, you feel me? Because they got a lot of, like, uh, Manhua, however you say it, the Korean uh, manga get adapted, you know, Radiant being a French manga getting adapted. So I, I love you seeing, see what Noir, you know, are American a manga. Yeah, literally. And I love seeing uh, them go through Japan, too. Like, Japan gives it that official stamp to be like, we fuck with this. People can't look at, like, I know uh, Radiant's a French manga, but now the anime adaptation is done by an official Japanese studio. It's and like, y'all can't. We're showing it love, and we're we're gonna we're gonna do it to our full extent. We're gonna give it the treatment. So it's like it, it's it's kind of blurring the lines a little bit because back in the day, you know, we've always had these wars. Uh, Boondocks in anime, uh, but it is Avatar uh, in anime or it's, it, America. It it's inspired by anime, but like whenever you get that official stamp, you know what yeah. I'm saying it's like man, we we in there. You feel me? And it's a different time now, man. Because like if Avatar and Boondocks came out today, they would definitely be considered anime. So it's like it's the best time for American anime fans. It's the best time for anime fans in general because Jap Japan is getting a new flavor of it, which they're loving. We're getting a new flavor of it, which we're loving. It just works for all anime fans around. And I know this next topic, me and Chris do not get political on this, but when something's brought into our world, we have to oh discuss it. It's like with ESPN and politics with sports. They don't like to discuss it, but that. it's brought into their world and they should. So I feel that if something's brought into our world we should and for anime to be at its highest and for this to happen it's utterly despicable and ridiculous so i'm not going to even say his name but a floor he's not even a senator yet but he's a florida politician running for office he is running on the platform and he's saying that uh anime they're it, basically they're introducing a great deal of anime porn into the internet matrix dragon ball z is one of the top issues here in america they're sexualizing cartoon characters to push a depraved agenda on our kids first of all anime porn 
bro, Dragon Ball Z is not anime porn, my G. You're talking about hentai, which is a totally different situation. But even wow. on top of that, if you knew what anime is, anime is hopeful and inspiring to children and honestly preaches a better message than American in ideals are. And maybe that's why you're disturbed with it, because anime actually teaches kids how to think for themselves, be independent thinkers and push for their goals and treat others the way they want to be treated, not tolerate racism, not tolerate government corruption. That's probably why you're, you're against it, Florida politician, you ignoramus. If you actually cared and, and thought about the culture and actually tried to watch it, you wouldn't denigrate it and call it fucking hentai, you fucking ignorant cunt. Excuse my language, but he deserves all of that and more. And Chris, you can tirade him now because that's absolutely fucking ridiculous to say that that's why it, it's a targeting American kids and trying to corrupt them. No, anime is the best thing that's happening to American kids because it's actually teaching them mo a moral complex. Faye, bro, I got one thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, sir. You spitting right now, bro. Broke that shit down to a fucking science. All right, now, first of all, you feel me? Dude's gonna say Dragon Ball, you feel me, is one of the leading problems like going what? on within this nation. First of all, that you take out that one little clip, that one little, that one little headline. Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z is the number one thing wrong with America right now. First of all, you reaching, you're trying too hard. I don't know what you're trying to do, but you're tripping. Second of all, you're going to blame Dragon Ball as a whole over hentai, fan-made hentai usually. And this is the killer part. If you know anything about Japan and their culture, you feel me? You know, they, they motherfucking, they don't do the uncensored porn. You feel me? They don't have just the raw, most of they shit be censored. You know what I'm saying? They it's Americans hentai. that make it crazy. Exactly. So a lot of the times when, because I've seen it, we've all seen the American eyes. Like, bro, it's been around since I was, technically like this is a new phenomenon. It's crazy. Because I remember when me and Faye was in elementary school, we were we were kids. You feel me? We were like fifth graders, but we knew what porn was and we heard about this stuff. We're like, oh my God. That was like Dragon Ball X sites and shit like that back in dial-up days. You feel me? We are like kids. And what about, about the American cartoon porn? Like, what, exactly. what are we, ta what are we like, talking about? There's Family Guy cartoon <laughs> porn. And the thing is, a lot of the, the, the shit is, most of the Dragon Ball Z fan-made remixes, which we've all seen them out there, it's usually American-made, you feel me? The thing is, you can't blame that specific thing on that whole... And, bro, he, he, he continued ignorant. on his tirade. Like, today... No, I lie, on the 1st of August. So, he on the 1st of August, 2020, he said, why are anime, TikTok, and K-pop suddenly all the craze in America? China is infiltrating their culture into America at record warp speeds in hopes of changing public perception. First of all, I can't even, I can't even finish it. To Everything else don't matter. He's blending too much. Like, honestly, the Republicans are mad that the TikTok generation of kids are, are, are fucking destroying their campaigns right now and, and buying up tickets at their rallies and messing up their shit. That's what they're mad about. But, but man, they're trying I to use that. The, they're trying to use anime and shit to like, bro, you're off on so many levels in the say China's it, like, what are, what are you fucking talking about? First of all, you're so ignorant. He said, why anime, TikTok and K-pop. And then after that, Three he said China is infiltrating. First four of all, completely different things. I know the K and K-pop stood for China. You know what I'm saying? I know that's where we was at. You feel me? That's some, they are really infiltrating if they are like legit naming their Chinese music K-pop just to, just to get into America and infiltrate and be like, hey, this K-pop shit is and, demoral. We're going to demoralize. And honestly, 
there's not many Chinese anime popping off like talking about. So like, bro, anime is Japanese. I don't. <laughs> there's Korean anime popping up, but then it, like, did China absorb Korea and Japan, or is uh, is he's, Asia he's, now he's, just China? He's ignorant. I don't want to call him racist, but that's what that is. That's bro, ignorant. When you, when you say anything. Asian is Chinese. That's like you have a Korean that's, person, a Japanese person, you know they, what I'm saying? They, a Chinese they, person in the room. An, an Asian person Chinese. gets really offensed that like, and as they should, they should be offended by that. That's super offensive. And it's just like- It's messed up. As an American person who loves Japanese culture, who loves samurai culture, who loves ninja culture, who loves uh, freaking Vietnamese food, who loves all these different Asian cultures, even Chinese culture, I love that as well. It's like to hear Trump call the coronavirus, the China virus, and all of that, that's racist, disturbing, and despicable. And for this fucker, this cunt who is running for a Florida office says anime is the thing wrong with American citizens. You're fucking out your mind. Look at the racism that that African-Americans uh, deal with. Look at the, the prejudice that the LGBTQ community deals with. Look at the rape culture and sexual uh, predatorship that females are going through. It's There's so many things wrong with America and anime is the least of America's worries. If anything, it's, the, it's a benefit che- teaching the new generation on how to actually act and conduct themselves. You fucking ignorant cunt. I, I have to call him that. He's a fucking cunt. And that's, that's why like I was going so hard on Long Beach Griffey the other day. Cause he was just tweeting a bunch of shit about China and I'm sitting ignorant. there like, I hate to get political, but when people start spewing this kind of this, like fuck China, Hey, remember China, uh, all these viruses came from China. It's like, bro, I get what y'all trying to do. We understand. But everything from Asia got bad and everything, this is something that people are using for their political agenda. And at the end of the day, I don't want to get too political. I don't agree with a lot of that shit. But at the same time, I understand what you're trying to do, but you're not doing that effectively. To say, to get people on the bandwagon of like, yeah, you're right, fuck China. We get it. Use the TikTok shit, but you're throwing anime, K-pop, random shit. First of all, you're killing your credibility because first of all, you're shitting with, you're like having this war with China and you're trying to throw Japan in the mix. You're trying to throw Korea in the mix. Not everybody's like, whoa, y'all don't even, you don't even know the map well. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to be a congressman. You're trying to run for, for office. Son, you don't even know geography of, of, we not even dealing with this right now. You're trying to go to war. Like you said, he's running for Florida office. Yeah. Bro, you're running for Florida office. What are you Wait, even worried about y- China? Y- Japan, y'all need to Korea be worried about the coronavirus. <laughs> like that's what y'all need to fucking be worried about in Florida. To think that Dragon Ball Z porn and anime and that kind of shit is infiltrating. But he, but see, he didn't even America. say Dragon Ball Z porn. He said anime porn, and then he said the word. Then he just said the the show Dragon Ball Z. Like that's not a porno, bro. Like what are we fucking talking but about? The thing is, have he has he never heard of Bang Bros? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Has, has he never heard of Brazzers? Has he never heard of Pornhub? One of the biggest industries of all time like they got Only people walking fans. around it is normalized for people to just have a Pornhub cap Pornhub shirt and just be in fucking public in the mall like yeah we rep this shit it's like nigga you wearing a Pornhub shirt what are you trying to send the messages that you like to beat your meat a lot so you're just walking around that's the weirdest thing and the thing is I get it it's cool but back in the day there wasn't nobody walking around with like X videos yeah. like X and XX shirts like that's just a new thing American culture is already getting there you can't point that blame 
anywhere like, anybody else. but like, America. Exactly. The individuals, the individual, like if you want to say, hey, porn is bad, don't shit on the porn that's on the site. Go to Pornhub, go to Brazzers, go to these big companies. Yeah, take the American Ball Z. Yeah, that's not even because porn, porn is now Chinese. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what is it, going on? It's fucking ignorant. And connect like, the dots. And to your point about Long Beach Griffey, look, we're, we're, we're going to get off of this topic right now after this, but it's just like, Choose the people that you back and behind that you give power to choose them wisely, because a lot of these people in the anime community are ignorant and they they don't deserve their platform. And I'm going to just be straight up because for Long Beach Griffey to come out and spew that ignorant shit that he's been posting and he's posted it multiple times. Y'all forgave him for the for the uh pedophile comments that he had. I saw people saying, delete that. Y'all forgave him for that. Now he's doing this shit that he just did recently. It's just, it's despicable. And it's like, y'all need to choose your fucking, your, the people you back carefully because they're representing the anime community terribly. And that's not who we are as a community because the shows that we champion would not be okay with any of this shit. The, the morality and the, and the things behind these characters, they wouldn't agree with any of this shit at all. So that's all I got on that. But we can move on. Like I said, we only talk about this when it's brought into our world. Yeah, it's, and it's, I felt that it was necessary. Part. That's a crazy part. This is not politic talk. This is anime talk. We're not talking about politics because we like, oh, we gonna sneak some shit we in there. We don't it's want like, to. <laughs> niggas are dragging the anime community through this shit. And it's like, ah, oh, wait. We're, we're just getting out of that stigma that anime fans are weirdos. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't come with this Dragon Ball Z hentai is killing America shit. We've we've seen it when the churches was like, oh, Pokemon is demonic. We've seen it a million times before. This shit get politicized. It's like, hey, nobody does this shit with basketball wives, with motherfucking, uh, you know what I'm saying? Nobody, nobody does this no, shit. With, what, what is it? The Bachelor and shit like that? Yeah. They got like shows like Big Brother and like shows that are just reality shows that are wild. The premise of them is just crazy. You feel me? I've seen a a million of them. The thing is, why are we questioning anime? Like we've already, we just, we just getting cool, dog. People are just. There's so many things in America. There's so many things in America pop culture that is twenty times worse than anime. It's just, it's just ignorant, bro. That, that's all it is. He's an ignorant cunt. And Floridians, y'all should not elect this fucker. Like straight up, if you're more concerned about anime than Corona right now in Florida, you're fucking ignorant cunt. That's all I. I'm gonna call my bro Coochies. I'm gonna have to call Rob Banks. I'm gonna be like, hey, man. Y'all represent the anime community, man. I need y'all help, bro. Y'all gotta, <laughs> you gotta get that and move the streets. Make sure nobody voting for this man, bro. They gonna cancel guy, anime, bro. nigga. You want them to cancel anime twenty twenty? Jesus, we got more things important to be worried about in America. But let's get back to the thing we love, anime and manga. Like I said, we don't talk about this. It's only when it's brought into our world. Me and Chris do not want to sit and talk about politics for two hours. Like, fuck that. Like, the world is horrible enough. So let's get to something we love. In an advertisement for the upcoming One Piece magazine, volume 10 on uh, September 4th, this year's 35th issue of Shueisha's Weekly Shonen Jump magazine, it teased that Inchiro Oda's One Piece manga is quote-unquote headed toward the upcoming final arc. The advertisement did not give any more specifics. However, I don't want to get anybody's hopes up thinking that One Piece is going to end in a year, two years. I see five years minimum, uh, five to four years minimum. They have to finish. To me, I think One Piece, Wano is the third to final arc. I think just like how the time skip, pre-time skip, when Innie's Lobby, Thriller Bark, uh, uh, Marine Ford, I think it's going to go Wano, Elbaf, final arc, final end war. And I think that's how it's going to be. I think Elbaf is going to be the little thriller bark that's kind of like 
the small, the calm before the storm that sets up the storm. And then we're going to get the the final war arc. But there's no way uh, One Piece is ending in one to three years. There's no way. Oda has way too much to do. Facts. I'm not going to lie. I'm excited that we're getting a close um, eventually because no talks of a close is seems directionless to me. And yeah. you know Oda's not like that. Oda's not directionless. But at the same time, you know, a lot of these series, they just drag them out, drag them out, drag them out, drag them out, drag them out. And uh, this is, Shonen Jump is one of the, its biggest cash cows. So, and, but see, the thing is, now. it needed to be this long, though. That's the thing. And, yeah. And the thing is, Shonen Jump, whereas when Oda's done, they don't have to stretch out one piece. There's multiple, if they can, they don't have to, to destroy the one piece legacy. Because I agree, Shonen Jump's going to do spinoffs. But... The thing is, they can go to the Roger era and show us Roger era pirates. They can show us Shanks growing. There's, they can show us the different young well, spinoffs. There's so many different things they could do besides like saying, oh, Luffy has a son. Like they don't have to do the Boruto route. There's other, there's other ways they could do this that'll make it work because they are going to do spinoffs. We know that's coming, but it's just go to the past, go to the side characters. There's so many, like, show us what the Revolutionary Army was doing this whole time. There's so many things they could do that's just like, okay, we don't have to necessarily destroy the Straw Hat legacy. We can continue it the right way. Facts. So hopefully that happens, because you're right. If this if this gets dragged out Demon Slayer style or gets cut off short or if it gets Boruto-rized, even though Boruto is pretty fire right now, I must say the manga's fire. So the I've an- heard. The anime's trash. I, I Look, Chris, I, I, I'm, I'm reading Boruto <laughs> manga, and I'm like, I'm not caught up, but it, it is pretty fire. If you're a Naruto fan, Boruto's actually entertaining. So I got to give it its props for that. But then I, I don't want One Piece to be like that. But speaking on manga... Uh, Kai Shirai or, or Kaiyu Shirai and Pazuku Demizu will publish a one-shot manga titled Shinrei uh, Shashishi Kono Subara, Supernatural Photographer Subara Kono in the magazine's next issue on August 11th. You may be like, who are these randos? These are the creators of Promise Neverland. They're doing a one-shot that's going to be put into uh, Shonen Jump. It's going to be 45 pages long. It will focus on a photographer documenting a, C- a supernatural event inside of a room. If it's good, it may spin off into something. So we're seeing the Promise Neverland creators do something new. Say less, bro. I'm in. Yep. I'm in. Next issue of Shonen Jump, y'all be sure to check that out, and we'll talk if it's good or not in the next anime talk. But speaking of Shonen Jump, I just wanted to shout out Vocal Pineapple because he put us on to a new manga called Kaiju Number 8, and the first five chapters are in Shonen Jump right now. Basically, what this story is about is Kafka wants to clean up Kaiju, but not literally. Will a sudden metamorphosis stand in the way of his dream? Basically, this show starts off with a guy... In this world, there's kaiju that attack Earth, and basically these crews come in to destroy the kaiju, and then there's a cleanup crew that comes in to clean up all the mess, like just a basically clean up all the destruction that the kaijus do. And this guy is part of the cleanup crew because he couldn't make the defense squad because he had some personal issues, and he just he didn't live up to his dream. And now he's trying to join the defense squad at 30, 31 years old, and he gets this new kaiju power. And how will he deal with this kaiju power while trying to be in the defense squad? And his best friend, who is a girl, is one of 
of the leaders of the defense squad, but their relationship kind of splintered when he didn't join. And now him and his little homie are trying to join the defense squad and stop these kaiju. There's only five chapters right now. It is super dope. I got to say, this is one of the better new things that Shonen Jump has put in. It's as good as Undead Unluck. And I'm really, really enjoying it. I think it's about an eight out of 10 series, which is super solid. And I think it could grow to be something special. Damn, I'm gonna have to beat that out because I was already kind of eyeing it. You feel me? I saw it okay. You know, we, we both got the Shonen Jump app. You feel me? So I know I saw it on the front page of the Shonen Jump app. I was hella excited. I was like, oh, this shit looked kind of badass. I like hit the first chapter just to see what it was hitting for. So I'm like, I'm gonna go back to this. But I just been on such a one piece kick. That's not really the only thing I've been reading since I finished uh, Eating Zero. Real well, when you get a chance, check out Kaiju number eight. It is pretty, pretty dope. All right, let's get into this week's discussion. We have two questions. One of them was brought on. Shout out to uh, shout out to Richie Branson. He asked the question on Twitter, What is your favorite anime transformation? So I wanted to discuss that here, but also add, What is the best Saiyan form? Because Dragon Ball Heroes is debuting a new Super Saiyan 4 limit breaker form, but it's more so it kind of looks like Super Saiyan 4 God mode. So we're going to see what Dragon Ball Heroes is doing. So Chris, I'm going to ask you, what's the best Saiyan transformation? And then what's your favorite transformation in all of anime? That one wins. That one wins. Super Saiyan 4 Limit yeah. Breaker. Oh. That's the number one best fucking... Because the thing is with me, you feel me? Like I got the, I got them in different tiers. You feel me? Like there's there's different tiers. There's the canon uh, favorite. You know what I'm saying? There's the non-canon favorite. There's the the game favorite, you feel me? Like, they, I got a bunch of different ones. But at the same time, as soon as SSJ4 Limit Breaker was That's introduced, and <laughs> it, it, it was my favorite one since then, just because Super Saiyan 4 is already, it, it's always yes. been my number one. See, that's with me. When I think best Saiyan transformation... I go straight to Super Saiyan 4. But if we're talking canon, then we could talk about that in a second. But Super Saiyan 4, to me, is the coolest one. And see, Super Saiyan 4 is badass, but I, I, I'm, I'm going to keep preaching this until you go back and watch it, son. I swear to God, you'll, you'll be caught up in like, you know what I'm saying? Two an hour and a half, you <laughs> yeah. feel me? But like, literally, I'm watching the Heroes, um, the Heroes little promotional anime right now. And that shit is gas packed, bro. It, if you watching it, because the thing is, it's no... Story is just fight, 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 yeah, fight. It's, fight. It's, it's fan service fight, and it, the fights they actually take their time and make them really like. I yes. guess the Dragon Ball, the Dragon Ball animators are just like bored. They're like, "Fuck, man, we're just waiting on that fucking that call to do the moral arc." Cause Cause they're doing the one y'all. <laughs> Wano's taking over Toei right now. And yeah, but ju- I mean, they got like so. different. You know, they got this. It's pretty much the same, but they got like different kind of because they still putting budget into this to this they, heroes project. There's an episode dropping at least once or twice a month. Crazy. So Limit Breaker's your favorite overall. All right, all right. what's your favorite uh canon? And see, they didn't even really they didn't even really bring the limit breaker aspect into it. You feel me? Like I, I, it's just a well, redhead Super Saiyan 4. That's all it is. That's all it is. And that's why I fucked with Gogeta. Gogeta was probably one of my favorite uh, Super Saiyan 4 transformations, if not my number one. It is my number one favorite. But uh it F- like favorite my canon one. Favorite canon one, I gotta go with. Ooh, and I see that's a hard one. You know what I'm saying? I, I'll, I'm just gonna go Super Saiyan. Well, actually, I'm gonna go Ultra Instinct Sign, Ultra Instinct Omen. You feel me? Because mm, so I think pre- it's just badass. Okay, so the the blue haired Ultra Instinct. For yeah, me, not just like I love Master Ultra Instinct, but regular. Hmm. See, especially me, with the new Moro arc, it's like I'm fucking with it. And then plus, yeah, he did heavy. that trill shit against Kefless. Like he, you know what I'm saying? That when that, he was that sliding, form just yeah, that shit was ill. 
it was super gangster. All right, for me, I gotta go favorite transformation. If fusions count, I'm a Vegito guy. I'm Vegito over Gogeta, always. I love Vegito with the Patara. That shit is badass. But if I'm going just normal Saiyan transformations, man, I really, and I'm going to be cliche. Well, not cliche. I'm going to be kind of in the moment because Super Saiyan 1 is dope. Super Saiyan 2 is is kind of just Super Saiyan 1 with more electricity. Super Saiyan 3, I never liked the long hair. I just didn't. And so I'm a, I'm a go with Vegito. I mean, not Vegito, Vegeta's perfect Super Saiyan blue form when he's fighting, um, what's that dude's name? The, uh, God, yeah, when he's fighting Tapo. I love the, the, when him and Goku are walking and Goku does Super Saiyan blue with Kaioken and Vegito does perfect blue and they're walking towards Jiren after defeating Tapo. So Vegeta perfect blue. I really do like Super Saiyan blue. And I like the form Vegeta has in, in the, uh, in the uh, manga right now, in the Moro art, super dope. And see, Super Saiyan Blue is like probably one of the like if we're talking just regular Saiyan forms. I like Super like like Saiyan Super Saiyan like that's one of the the hardest. I didn't really like their God form yeah, as me much. Vegeta looked dope cool. with it. He looked better than Goku, but like did the Super Saiyan God Trunks reveal, and I was like, cool. Yeah, it's cool. It was cool, but like you remember the Super Saiyan, the Super Saiyan God Trunks is like okay. It's whatever. What about Super Saiyan God Blue? Like the blue would be way cooler on Trunks. You feel? Yeah, me? exactly. I also like Kaioken. I think Kaioken's very underrated. Like I like oh, Kaioken yeah. more so than Super Saiyan Three. Super Saiyan Three is kind of ass. Super Saiyan Three was hype in the moment, but as soon as you get past it, it's like man, like, why yeah, go back like, to it? It's like whatever. Also, Gohan's Super Saiyan 2 is badass. That's probably the most badass Super Saiyan 2 when he's fighting. That is the uh, number one Super Saiyan 2. That's why everybody, like, if somebody says Super Saiyan 2 is their favorite transformation, they're just talking they're about referencing Gohan. Gohan. Yeah, for yeah, sure. 1,000. All right, what's your favorite transformation in all of anime? Well, I, let me let me throw out some, I got to throw out a bunch, because you know I'm a Heroes fan. You feel me? You know I'm, I fuck with the Heroes. I got to throw out, like, a, a couple more of my favorite, uh, like, Heroes transformations, because they got some gas ones. You feel me? One of my other favorite, like this one's kind of canon too, because Frieza got the golden form. But whenever you see Cooler get the golden form, <laughs> golden form Cooler is like one of the most illest transfer. And then in the anime, he fought Kamba, which is like the super, the Saiyan or whatever. And talking about Kamba, another one of my favorite uh, transformations is the great ape form. Mm. I didn't really like it at first. When, you know what I'm saying? In Dragon Ball Z, you see Gohan, great ape. You see Vegeta, great ape. And they fight uh, Vegeta, great ape. But, um... Whenever you see like the golden ape form, that's when I started fucking with the Ozaru, the kind of big giant ape. You feel me? But uh, and one more, one more from the uh, video games. You know what I'm saying I could go on forever just being a hero, <laughs> nigga. You know they just released like Black Janimba and that shit. <laughs> like the episode yeah. that, like the last episode with I Black Janimba. Heroes that's is just episode, bro. Heroes is that is us as kids going on the internet typing future Dragon Ball transformations, and we see all the fan art of Super Saiyan Ten with like the white monk. Yeah, that's all Heroes is. So I, I, I know com- you could go. I know you could like go on Like who you think would win if so and so would fight? Yeah, oh, but what if Cooler or- got the the golden form? Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So but, what you uh, got from the game before we get to favorite uh transformations of all? I do like the um. Uh, there, there was a, a character from uh, Xenoverse, Demigra. It was Xenoverse mm. One. Demigra, he had that fire ass. They call it True Demon God form at the end when he turned into this big monster type. Fucking, I know what you're talking about, bro. Ill ass form. And then there's one more 
uh, that I never played as, or like I never played the game of this. I've just always seen it in Heroes, but it's his uh, transcendent demon god form. He's like, it's basically like the demon Super Saiyan 4 version. It's not like long hair, but it's giving me Super Saiyan 4 like baby vibes. And I always thought Demigirl was just like a garbage ass character in fucking Xenoverse. I was like, man, man, villain. But until you get to the end and he hits that, yeah, whenever he hits that giant transformation, it's like, okay, so he's a real nigga. And then you see he gets another transformation and he just gets colder with, with each one. So I got to give Demigirl his, I don't know if Toriyama designed him or if it's a Toyo Taro or whoever designed him, but they, I got to give him their props. That's one of the best designed because it goes from literal like, whack ass look like a British king like ass <laughs> nigga to like a, a dope ass like Dragon Ball Z villain. Real okay so let's get to favorite uh favorite transformations in all the anime. You want to you want me to start that one off? Yeah one start yeah just start it off. All right I gotta one of my favorite ones I'm gonna start with the 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 road less traveled something that somebody's is gonna be unexpected but Ukiora Ukiora's release from from Bleach I like. I know a lot of people like the the Ichigo different masks and the different, yeah the hollow. Not my not my cup of tea. Not my bag. You feel me? But I'm not gonna lie. When he fought Ukiora and Ukiora started booting up on his ass and started like doing his like release forms, like with the horns and the horns mm-hmm. like like kind of demonic and he got like the wings. He was like this demon bat like entity. I'm not gonna lie. One of my favorite Bleach fights and one of my favorite Bleach transformations. I had to start. Had to start, start with, with Bleach. All right, I'm gonna start it with a big three. Naruto's QB mode where he gets the Nine Tails cloak. Off Rip is one of the best anime transformations. It's Kishimoto paying homage to Super Saiyan. It looks super dope. But on top of that, if even more so than that, I like original Sage Mode when he fights Pain. Love Sage Mode form with the red Hokage uh, cloak, and then he has the big Jiraiya uh, scroll on the back. It just—it's a fusion of Jiraiya and his dad. Really good moment right. for Naruto. So Sage Mode or the Kyuubi Mode are two of my favorites from Naruto. Any others you got? Um, definitely. Hold up, let me see. I had some, uh, I had some on the side. I'm gonna leave some for you too. I'm not gonna lie. If we go on Naruto, I gotta go six pass Madara. You feel me? When mm. he turns like he's all white Madara, that just it looks so badass. You know what I'm saying? Super That's gas. One of the most, and Madara was already a badass character. It's like, how do you double the badass on an already top tier? So I, I got down. He's. The eye in the middle, son, it's just, it's just with the little horn, yeah, uh, headband thing. They want stakes, she's gas. I, all right, I'm going to one piece. I got gear four Luffy. I like, I like gear four bound man and gear four snake man. Like them both, they're both badass. Soup, and then with Luffy getting the little, the uh, cloud shit around him, I you're about to experience all of this goodness in dress rosa, so I won't say any more. But and see, gear four I, bound I, I man's do... fire. I I fuck with Snake Man, even though I haven't got there in the anime. I've just I've seen it in um Pirate in Warriors Stampede. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, like, Stampede. He, when yeah. I seen that shit in Stampede, I was like, whoo, I can't wait to get to it. Like I ain't gonna lie, Stampede is one of the driving forces that made me want to catch up on One Piece. Just because when I saw that 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 transformation, I was like, shit. Nuts. So yeah. now I'm like itching to get to it. I think I'm still on like gear two or gear three Luffy, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you you've just seen where you're at. You've just seen Gear Three, but he has Gear Four. He just hasn't he busted got like out yet. And shit like that. Yeah, he got hockey, baby. That's the wave. Okay, so what are some other transformations you got? Hockey. Um, I like the you know what I'm saying uh, Madaka box. You feel me? Madaka got the little pink hair transformation. It's very reminiscent uh, of like uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. The the I don't think this counts as a transformation, but whenever he he got possessed by his uh like whenever he was like Masaku Yusuke. With the long hair, and he like gave Sensui that fucking ass whooping. 
but it was really mm. rising, possessed him, whatever. So I don't know if that counts as a transformation because I guess it counts as a tra- like if, if you a transformation if you get possessed and you're still kind of you. But uh, this one reminds me of that it's like long pink hair. It's like some some badass savagery, or whatever. But uh, that one and the you you could I could throw the USK one in there because even when he was fighting Yomi at the end, yeah, he, that's what I was ready tattoos, for you to say. Gas pack, bro. I got Susano, of course, from Naruto. Susano is my shit. I love seeing that big ass thing come fight the QBs and fight the different tail beasts. I also got the uh, Aaron's Titan mode. Uh, oh yeah, Aaron's Titan mode is a great transformation. And Man, then, so you so you go with Eric because I'm not gonna lie, bro. I actually you see know Aaron's Titan transformation, but like out of all the Titans, out of, who, the armor Titan say is the, the, the illest. The armor, armor Titan. Titan, yeah. Beast Titan is ugly as fuck, so yeah, I would not fuck with Beast sucks. Titan. Then I, 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 don't I don't like Annie's, and I don't like uh, the, the Colossal. See, that's what I was going to say. I fuck with Annie's, because Annie mm. gave them niggas the paws, bro. See, that's why I like the so armored one. because so many people. Because the armored one got all the the, the, the freaking, like, covers on him and got all the little shields and shit. Like, to oh, yeah, me, he raw with it. I'm, he looks badass. That's my favorite one. Also, I'm, I'm excited to see some more when, on season four. Hopefully oh, yeah, we get some you, more transformations, because I want to de- see something. Look, I'm not going to say anything, but you definitely going to see some see some crazy I saw shit. one in the trailer I'm intrigued about but uh I think that's all my favorite runs I'm not gonna count I see people on list saying all for one's a transformation because all might does I mean not all for one all might when he goes from small crackhead all might to uh steroid all might so yeah, I, I guess mean, if that counts you know what I'm saying then fucking Deku 100% counts and that's not really a transformation yeah you know that's not yeah I don't count that either so word best transformations the next question we got on discussion is Yu Yu Hakusho a top five shonen you already know what I'm gonna say because it's, it's my number one shonen nothing has mm. there, okay. there's been some, some I don't want you to come. go favorite I don't want you to go favorite I want you to go objective best I'm not, well, this is my thing. You feel me? It's my number one favorite. So I, f- I feel like off of the strength of everything that I love it for is it's got to break the top five just com- in comparison. Mm-hmm. But as my number one, you know what I'm saying? I haven't seen it get stomped by, like there's some shit that's come close. Like Mob Psycho 100's come close. You feel me? But at the same time, this is just, it's God body shown him for so many different reasons, how influential it is to this day in um, just millions of different series. Like I've, I've seen like- So you definitely you know, think it makes top five? Top five for sure. Top ten if you being a hater, you know okay. what I'm saying. But top, well, not ten if you being a hater, but like top ten if you can absolutely can't put it in your top five. You feel me? Maybe one day it will get nudged out. Cause let's say it is five. Maybe one day it'll get nudged out by one of the current running. I'm trying to think where I, cause when I when I saw this question, cause someone posed this to me on on Twitter, they said that it was in their top three, and I was thinking, is it in my top three? And I'm like, top three, I, and it's not three, man. I don't I don't think it's in my top three. So I was I was gonna push it to five, and it's just like, okay, do I have it in five? Cause see, to me, I think it falls, at least for me personally it falls in the six through it falls from five to eight range. It's not nine or 10. It's too good to be nine or 10. But the thing that keeps it to eight, eight, six, and seven for me is everything post dark tournament. And I know how you feel about the post dark tournament with Sensui and just the, the second tournament to me, that's if I, if I knock it for anything, that's what I knock it for. Man. I see I love it. Now, see, this is the thing, right? With Yu Yu Show, the first two seasons uh, up until the end of the Dark Tournament, to me, that's like nine that's a out of ten. Anime, yeah. If you're being a hater, you feel me? Like to me, it's ten out of ten arcs, but like nine out of ten, eight point five at the lowest is what perfect I'm willing anime. to go. 
Exactly, especially with the tournament arc, because that's how you do a tournament arc. They set the they set the tone for that. Yep. But at the same time, you feel me? We got that. You feel me? You get Handle to the next side year. characters amazingly. And now we're, we're not at a ten out of ten anymore. We're not at a nine out of ten anymore for the last couple arcs, but we're still up there. Like I'm saying, seven point five at okay. the lowest. You feel me? Because I'll, I'll give them a strong eight point five nines, just as far as what how they deliver. Because some of the most iconic moments, in my opinion, come after that. Like whenever you see. USK versus the doctor and he comes to this uh you know what's it called like a uh a, a inner kind of monologue with itself he's like bro do do I want to kill this guy he's still a human I don't want I've never killed a human I've only killed demons demons yeah not cool and Genkai was like son you got to you got to kill some niggas dog niggas is bad not yeah. all humans are good just cuz they're human like not all and that whole arc as far as the whole theme of the chapter black you know since we being on the side of like I thought humans were just, and all demons were bad. Now I figured out the humans had me killing a bunch of demons because the humans were bad. bad. So now it's fuck humans. So use case seeing like, damn, I'm gonna have to kill a human in that whole arc where it was about that. And just that fight was animated to perfection. That whole uh, fight with the, that's one of my favorite fights. Even before you get to the since we fight or the uh, since we eight or since we seven, I forget what you call his little click. You feel me? But yeah, uh, the, before the you even get to dark that, shit. Like, uh, so I gotta, I gotta give it its props. I feel like it really, the fourth season is really, really where it gets its kind of, its kind of flack of, of ending poorly because it was very rushed. Like you see, as soon as you start to get to the, you get to the three Kings arc, everything is rushed. And it's, it still hits pretty hard to me because they wrapped it up. You could tell he was like, all right, I'm wrapping it up. So at least yeah, it so leave a lot of open. Ended you know, this, yeah. It, it could have been a lot worse. Like I, I look at it as like the crash and burn of like the, right at the end of Naruto, you feel me? I, I wouldn't even say it's it's not even, I, yeah. I, I compare it to Naruto bad. I'd say because it's not Demon Slayer bad. I'd say it's it about as, at, like Demon Slayer. It was definitely it, it was it, it was Yu Yu Hakusho's version of a Demon Slayer. Anyway. Yeah, it, but see, I'd put it more akin to Naruto, and that and I I think Naruto's top five shonen for me, and that's why it's like for sure. that's why I'm kind of okay. So, Full Metal Alchemist is top five. One Piece is top five. Do we count Bebop as Shonen? I wouldn't in this case. Okay, I do. I count keep, uh, Cowboy Bebop as Shonen, but I feel like it's it's a whole, that's like counting Death Note as Shonen. You feel All me? Right, Death for Note sure. is technically Shonen. Do we count Attack on Titan as Shonen? Ooh, I guess technically you got to. So because if I would if I would consider Mob Psycho Shonen, I'd consider that, and that's what I'm saying. I got Mob Psycho as. top five. So Naruto, One Piece, Mob Psycho, Attack on Titan. That fifth spot. Yeah, see. That's, Could where be I, that's where I would put Full Metal Alchemist at six. You feel me? Mm. I would have to do it just because my top five would always be Yu Yu Hakusho, uh, One Piece, Naruto. And a lot of people want to put Bleach in there. Bleach is big three because Naruto, One Piece, and Bleach were around at the same time. It's not if Yu Yu Hakusho was in the big or was around at that same time as the big three, you know it's above Bleach, like in the rankings. You know what I'm saying? But Bleach is up there. I say Bleach could be top 10. Not in my opinion, you feel yeah, me? But at the same sure. time... If we're going with like what I think is, cause, damn son, I, I want to say because I got to put Full Metal for the story. The story is phenomenal. It's one of the Full be, Metal like, Alchemist is, is really great. This like objective is gotta be in there. See the thing for me with that fifth spot, is it Hunter Hunter, which is a crazy amazing story that doesn't have an ending, or is it Yu Yu Hakusho that has the not as good ending but has an amazing that it's Tagashi versus Tagashi. This is where I wish it could be like objective and we could have like a, a definite answer. Cause at the same time, like Dragon Ball Z, right? 
No, no way, Chris. Like our criteria, right? If we're considering impact, it has to be top five greatest shonen of all time, just off of the impact. But but story if we're talking takes like this, best. If we're yeah. talking like legit, just content, I would put Yu Yu Dragon Ball out of the. You feel me? Okay, wait. Repeat uh, what you just repeat what you just said because it because it lagged a little bit. I would take I would take Dragon Ball out of the equation if we're talking just Facts. quality of the. Yes. Like, I don't think it makes top five at all. No way. Dragon Ball definitely makes, makes top, top five. If we're talking, if we're talking best shonen of all time, impact and all included. Like if we're talking about not just the series itself, we're talking about well, everything the series involved, manga, spinoffs, all that shit. If we're talking Dragon best Ball shonen, be there. you gotta put impact as part of it. But story to me and content itself is a is a is a bigger slider or dial that you turn up more so that impact gets it in top 10 for sure because like, to me and what like dragon ball z has to be top 10 but the story when we start looking at the nitty-gritty of what what separates these things from which is great i can't just rely on impact and sales because the story is 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 not nowhere anywhere near one piece full metal yu yu Hakusho, show hunter Hunt. it's nowhere near any of these shows and it's disrespectful to these shows to put Dragon Ball Z higher than it. It, it is. I mean, it just is. I, I hate to be to be this guy and bring this shit up again. You know what I'm saying? But to me, Yu Yu Hakusho will always go over Hunter Hunter Hunter. I uh, yep. At the same time, Hunter Hunter has to be in that top ten with it. Tagashi got two goat series on hands. But if we're not in the top five best, I'm comfortable with it being Yu Yu Hakusho, and not in any order. But uh, Yu Yu Hakusho, Naruto, uh, One Piece. Attack on Titan and Full Metal Alchemist. I'm, I'm, I'm okay comfortable with that. with that. Until Mob Psycho gives me as many arcs and as many, because the thing is, whenever you got quality on quality, I always go with like, like if I'm just to argue, uh, I don't even want to pit Mob Psycho against Demon Slayer. Let me not even do that. Cause that's yeah, a stupid that. ass argument. Yeah, but what I'm saying that. is, I, I love the, <laughs> I I love the Demon Slayer season one, but I can't compare Demon Slayer one to uh, Mob Psycho two because Mob Psycho gave us two great seasons and the second season doubled down on how great the first season already was. So whenever you look at shit like Yu Yu Hakusho and you see the full extent of what the creator wanted to give you, you feel me? You get these full stories. You can't compare it. Like Mob Psycho, what I'm trying to say is it might break top five when it ha- it's once it finishes. Done. Yeah. But it's it, it's top top ten for me right now. But before, whenever it's said and done, because even Hunter I'm not Hunter, mad when at that's that said and done, I may put Hunter Hunter. Hunter Hunter has potential to surpass Yu Yu Show, in yeah. my opinion, because it may deliver. I'm I'm comparing God Hunter, body arcs. Hunter Hunter has the the thing that Full Metal has, which is amazing storytelling to the highest nth. But where Full Metal Alchemist doesn't have the best of fights, oh, Hunter Hunter has got body with fights. And see, Full Metal Alchemist, like you said, is. Where it shines at his story, uh, Attack on Titan, where it shines at his story, delivery, they got a lot of different things that they hit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I feel like you have to show, to me personally, would have to be in the top five just because of all the influence it has had. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it's maybe even had more influence than Dragon Ball. I feel like certain aspects. The, the tournament style, the different, the way they handle a gang of four, the archetypes of the four. No one, look. I'm not, and I think you might have convinced me to say it's top five. I think objectively, Yu Yu Hakusho 
should be top five. I think I think objectively, Mob Psycho has to finish at least in terms of anime before we could put it in there. So I'm a, I'm, even if you I'm give me comfortable. A few, more, a few more solid seasons, like once we're like four or five seasons in the Mob Psycho, because uh, like even four, if it gives me four solid seasons, you already. If it ends at, at three, though, show season. If it's three, I'm okay with it ending at three. Same. I'm, I'm good as long as we get a good solid because we've been getting progression. Like we didn't get that many episodes for Metal Alchemist. We got like sixty episodes and. That's fine. You feel me? Yeah. At where we're at right now, it's like 60-something episodes of Attack on Titan. So the thing is, it's not episode count versus, like, you know what I'm saying, the full body of work and just arc delivery. Like, if we we were considering Dragon Ball or whenever it was, like, in the fucking Frieza arc, we wouldn't be able to fully... Well, I guess we would, because they gave you a lot of shit at that point. They did, and, that, and that, it's the same shit over and over. So I'm, I'm objectively, even though Attack on Titan's not quite finished, but I know where it's at, I'm objective putting that... Top five. I'm okay. Objective putting Full Metal top five. One Piece, Naruto, and Yu Yu Hakusho. I'm I'm okay with that. That that is a solid list in no particular order. I think at shows, some point, I think at some point we have to discuss is One Piece the greatest shonen of all time. But you got to catch up first. We go. We yeah. We definitely gonna have that discussion because I, I I will argue anybody down even where I'm at right now. Like it's top five, top ten. People be trying to oh, it's top, One it, Piece, and I don't it really is top five, it. one thousand percent. I'm here out, to uh, I'm here to argue that it's the greatest shonen of all time. I'm here to like, argue see, that when, when I get time. to the end of it, then I'll let you know if I think it's better than Naruto. Because at at the point where I'm at right now, I love Naruto, I love One Piece, but I wouldn't say one is better than the other. Yet I feel like they're both equal. Like and see, those the are the two in me, the big three. I see got equal footing. I don't yeah. think Bleach has equal footing with no. One Piece or fucking Naruto. I just it, don't. I, I fuck with Bleach too. People think I be shitting on Bleach, but. It's One not, Piece it's, of Naruto, neck and neck. There are two different tiers. And, and the thing is, I'm a Naruto guy. It's it's crazy of how One Piece has changed my opinion of it so much. Like, it's crazy because if you'd ask my 18-year-old self, 17-year-old self, it's Naruto, Naruto, Naruto. But me at 25, just reading One Piece and seeing what it has done, it is just nuts of how good of a story that is. So and that's I, a I conversation we got to have. I 100% caught up. Because I'm not going to lie, where I'm at right now, I'm confident that it's even up there with the talking like about it with Naruto. It's in the yeah, same no conversation. You know what I'm saying? And I can't wait till I get to that part where it peaks and crosses over Naruto to me. Because like like you said, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm right by the time skip. You feel me? So like I, I got so much more to see. Exactly. All right, let's get to this week's review. Solid discussions this week. Enjoy both things. If you want to submit a question, go to broswhothink.com on the homepage, scroll all the way down, put your first, last name in the subject, put hashtag anime talk question or discussion topic, and we will discuss it on the next episode. Or you can tweet at Chris SJE or at myself, LynnBWT on Twitter. Let's get to the review. Let's start with God of High School this week because I think Fire Force had the better episodes this week. So let's start with God of High School. So God of High School, we got episode four, Marriage in Bonds. Um, so let me read the, just a little description. The top four fighters in the preliminaries have been decided with their semifinal match against Han De, uh, Han Day. We're just going to call him Han. Drawing near, Mira is suddenly approached by O. Sigoin, a martial artist and successful businessman with a marriage proposal. She agrees to marry him in exchange for his promise to restore her family's dojo and spread of the moonlight sword style around the world. But marrying him means she must withdraw from the tournament and Mori and Han are not okay with this. When I read this in the web, tunes it kind of threw me off and i was very interested to see how the anime would handle it because this wedding shit just comes out of nowhere just left field it was the weirdest shit in the in the in the manga and it turned out to be the weirdest shit in the anime all it did was just show that there's this 
upcoming transformation with this big samurai shit that the uh, guy controls and that he works for this cult and he got this sword. It's just setting up foundational shit that's going to come later. Like the big the big god mode behind them, the secret cult, and does Mira not taking her sword back affect? But other than that, it's just some nonsense marriage shit. It's, 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 it's nonsense. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, man. Uh, I did like this episode a lot, you feel me? Uh, but it was thrown off. The premise of it was out of nowhere. It was Left like, field. what the fuck am I watching? But it did have a lot of heart, and by the end of it, it got me. It got me by the end of it. It definitely sold them as friends and, like, making their bond strong. It, it worked for characterization of Mori, Mira, and Han. But other than that, like, to me, this I episode... Like it. It I gotta was, give it, it a... Like a it was a good it episode three, four. It, it was a good episode four, you feel me? Like, it's not a four. It's I, I gotta give it three nine. See, I, I would be willing to give it. I was gonna give it higher than a four. I was gonna give it like a four point two, four point three. You feel me? Oh God! At least you didn't give it four point five. Oh no, not a four point five. But it was like four point two. But this I is the say. guy that's hard on Howl's moving castle. Given this got a high school of four point two, four point three. It was just like this. This episode, you feel me? It was. It it tugged on your heartstrings a little bit. You feel me? Because the whole the whole reason why the it. Yeah, with her premise, doing right? it. Yeah, her doing it to save her father's style, and then the realizing was stupid. Like yeah. him having his eyes on her and him, <laughs> all that shit was thrown off. You feel me? The, it's a bunch of foreshadowing. It was. It, it was pretty cool to watch. You feel me? Like for for the kind of episode it was, it kept me entertained from the front, like the first second it started to the end. To you the feel me? Okay, I especially, can agree. Especially, especially the end because it ends off wild you feel yeah. me like the end of it uh because it, it opens up with them talking about hey um you know we got this fight between mira and how you know what i'm saying we got that coming up soon you feel me like sounds like i want you to win but at the same time i want you to win he's like i want both of y'all to win we all friends and shit like that yeah. this could be a cool fight i want y'all both to win and then at the end the whole episode was about the marriage shit then boom at the end they smash you over the head with oh yeah and the fight happened they don't even show you the fight that much yeah. of the fight you know what i'm saying they show you a little it, that part was rushed through and i feel like it was more to show you it, it was more about the characters than and the next episode kind of proves that too you feel and me? and that's something i'm going to say with the next episode in the webtoon there's more characterization because we see the bad guy come back because the bad guy teaches a technique to Han to fight against Jin Mori's uh, style, and they go more in depth on what Jin Mori's technique is, what's Han's technique. They, I think the anime, even though the episode was great, I think the anime kind of suffered because I think they're trying to get to the meat and potatoes. I think they're trying to get through some of this, some of this early stuff. But I feel like that was needed because it really explains their techniques of karate and taekwondo, and it really just develops into it really being a fighting story. So I think the episode five suffered from that, being that the webtoon dives deeper in that. But episode five is Han shows no mercy in his fight with Mira, with the goal of getting the money to help his friend Wu Sengguntai, who suffers from an incurable disease. Mori handily defeats his semifinal opponent, uh, Baiwen Jahai, but is angered by Dwai's method of defeating Mira by targeting her injuries. Han, meanwhile, learns that Sungente has taken a turn for the worse and strengthens his resolution even further. Then amidst all of this, Mori and Han face each other in the final round. I think this episode did a great job of showing Han's story. I think it did a great job of showing, like, Mira and Han, like, why Han was angered and, and why he doesn't trust people. But I think even more so they 
they left some stuff out that they could have put to strengthen this episode even more. How would, what do you feel about this episode? Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I did like this episode a lot, but um, I'm not gonna lie. The main parts of this episode I liked is that, you know, they gave you a little bit more house story. I did see, I did want to see that. I was very, very curious about it, especially having to do with his friend and why he was so wild to die for his friend and why he was so violent when he fought and everything, you know what I'm saying? And uh, he he was kind of a badass. He was like one of those um, high school delinquents you see, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But um, I really like seeing that. And just the fight itself was very uh, beautifully animated. Like, oh, no, you know, it was you great. Each perspective, like you're seeing how, and you know what I'm saying? You're seeing the fist. And you, the you difference, know what I'm saying? They showed you like, from yeah, both perspectives. The difference between Han's karate and uh, Jin Mori's taekwondo. But that's something that I think if they would have expounded on, would have made it even better because... The bad dude teaches him a technique in the webtoon and like they go super in depth and in, in all that stuff. And I think that's something that was missing. But I guess for anime's sake, not to bog it down with dialogue and to keep it with it about the fights, I get it. And to get to the point of understanding what these giant creatures are behind them and turning them into really strong fighters and getting the Jin Mori that we see on the cover of the poster. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. That that whole I don't, the fight, it was just. I I, I wish I, I could I could watch, I could read the manhwa, however you say it. You feel me? I wish it was just in a more comfortable format for me. Cause I ain't gonna lie, I, I've been wanting to catch up on it just because people have been talking. I remember has like last year. This time me, last yeah, year, me and him was to put me on that. Yep, and that's something that get into it. me and has when we talk about it. That's the it, it's episode four that really just took us for a turn, and then just like. It's an interesting story, man. We got to keep up with God of High School and see how it continues. Because to me, at, at this point, I can comfortably say I'm Tower of God over God of High School. But that doesn't mean God of High School is whack. Like, I, I thought this episode was a solid 4.3, 4 point, maybe even 4.5. But I'm Tower of God for sure. Uh, greater than sign God of High School. I can't wait to see more of this uh, this anime because, you know, it took a while for Tower God to kind and of sell and, me on And we it. could tell God of High School's building or something. And that's what I want to see. What are all these big creatures behind them? What's this cult? I want to get to the underlying story because to me, I still feel like we're in like, I don't want to say a prequel, but like a prologue. Like the this is the stuff that happens before. Now we're getting to the real story. Now, see, we we got some we got some time to go. We got some time to go with uh, God of High School, but I'm not gonna lie, I'm excited for it just because uh, you can already tell it's got a lot of heart, and that's what yeah. I like in a series. You feel me? When I when I first started watching God of High School, I was excited because I knew it was gonna be good, but I was like, what is the hype about? Why is that? Why is everybody going nuts over it? And I always look at things like an open mind. I'm not one of the people who's like, oh, Demon Slayer's popping. Fuck Demon Slayer. Nigga, we don't watch that bullshit ass popping shit. Y'all seasonals. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Every every time I watch something, I give it the benefit of the doubt, even if I have. I see the hype. I'm like, is it worth the hype? You feel me? But um, with this one, I definitely understand the hype. Like when I first yeah. saw it, I was like, this is going to be fights, fights, fights. And it is highly uh, great. You know, it's great and greatly animated fights. It's great uh, action, great choreography in the fight scenes. But at the same time, I didn't expect it to have this much heart in episode four. You feel me? You it got, does have a lot of heart, but I need more story. stories. It's time. Yeah, it's time. Sure. It's time to get more plot and more story. Like the heart is there. You sold me on the fights. Now it's time to sell me on. Where are we going? Like, is this just a tournament? But what's all the stuff with the guy who put his hand down? Like, what's all this government conspiracy shit? Give me to the meat and potatoes of this story. What would you rank this episode? I'm giving it a solid 4.3, 4.4. 
I'd give this one probably the same, the same score, like a 4.2, 4.3. Cause this one, it kept me on that same energy. I feel like this was a, a good pair to the last episode, just because you know they're giving you how, they're giving you Mira. Um, you're getting you're getting the squad, the squad backstories. Yeah, I'm not saying they're rushing through it, but they're breezing through it. The, the pacing isn't too bad for me. Pacing's pretty me? fast. Like but it, they it's are, not bad, but it's definitely faster than the web. Oh, it's dude. super fast. It's it's fast compared to other shonen I've seen. You feel me? It's like this show, than Tower of God. Like and Tower of God kind of went fast. Tower God definitely went fast, but Tower God's quickness felt natural. If that makes yeah, sense, yeah, it did. Whereas the first two, the first episode of Tower God felt kind of slow, and then once you got to two, it ranked up. Three really ramped up, and then it just was like constant pace. It's up from there, and like now I don't even have any expectations with this show. Like I don't know what the fuck's coming next episode. I don't know what's coming yep. episode after that. It's just like it takes you on a ride, but it's a believable ride. Let's get to. I told you this off air, and I'm going to say this now. This is probably the best returning season we've gotten this year. So far, until Attack on Titan, I can't say anything, but this is probably the best returning show we got this year, and it's going to be up for anime of the year for how good this season is. I'm talking Fire Force Season 2. Let's start off with Episode 4, Groping Through the Fire. So the description is, a widespread outbreak of fire stretches the members of Company 8 thin. Shinra tries to keep Sharon and his men from taking Inca with the shortage of uh, elastical assistance. The crew members cannot put the Fernos to rest fast enough, and then all of a sudden they get a surprise when all of the other... Uh, crews come in to help. But, all right, Chris, what'd you think of this episode? This is basically the Sharon versus Shinra episode. This is, uh, I'm trying to think, does Shinra do his attack in this one? Or is this, or is that next episode? Yeah, I think that's next episode that he does his attack. Yeah. Uh, Where he does his rock attack. I'm pretty sure that's, I don't think that's episode four. Because, oh no, wait. Oh, wait, wait. Maybe it is episode... Yeah, that's the next episode. Okay, so episode four is... This is the one where you get the gang come through and then uh, they shoot the fireballs and shit at the... uh, They they get the big... Oh, no. Yeah, they get the big wind tunnel. Yeah. I think. Oh, no, no, no. Wait, wait. No, that's um, the next episode. That's, that's the, the next, next episode. The next, okay, so this episode is the one where uh, Shinra does his big rock out attack. Yeah, I think that happened at the end of this episode, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Oh, yeah, because the homie came. Okay. Yeah, because Juggernaut and what's his name come help him. And we see all the, the callbacks like Kareem comes in this episode. Uh, Maki comes in this episode. And this is where Inka's like, I want to be doing my own thing. Oh, not not Maki. Tamaki comes. But yeah, he does do his rock out attack, I think. No, I think that is still next episode. Wait, I'm trying to see. They kind of blended in. They kind of blended in together, especially I watched them back to back, too. So it felt like one big episode. Yeah, he does do it in the next episode. This is just set up. So basically, in this episode, we see Arthur go fight that guy, uh, go fight that girl who's one of the pillars. We see your girl Tamaki come back, have some some fucking etchy moments with with uh, Lieutenant Hinawa. And then we see Kareem come. This is the episode where all the the different crews come in to help company eight but we this is where sharon is kicking shinra's ass yeah this is the episode where shinra gets his ass beat right he was busting him up too no mercy bro that shit was raw 
And we, and we learned the differences between a second generation and a third generation. They really hammered in in this episode because we find out Sharon's a second generation to where he doesn't produce his own flames. He controls other flames and, and things that happen around him. And that's what Shinra figures out. We also see Inca is really just an adrenaline junkie. She just fucking doesn't want to go with Sharon, but she doesn't want to go with Shinra because she thinks it's too boring. But she doesn't realize if she's a fire soldier, then she could be in all this crazy shit. The, exactly. Yeah, this episode was nuts because it just shows how strong the other side is and how weak Shinra is compared to some of these other people. And the animation in this, when Shinra's getting his ass bust through all the different houses and just the way they animated this was beautiful. Fire Force is really hidden. Like, this episode really told me, like, damn, season two is, is going balls to the wall. They're bringing in all the other characters, and I'm really digging this. This was the calm before the storm, which was episode five. Facts. I I really did love episode four uh, the whole way through. Like, usually, you know, I think this it was last episode that I said this, but definitely in Fire Force I, on my rating scale, you, you gain points on episodes where you don't have Tamaki in it. You and I me? even got to say, even with her in this episode, it was still so good that she didn't affect it like like exactly. Last season. And and see that's what um that's the point I was trying to drive home because last episode I said it I said it just like that I said um usually you gain points when Tamaki's not an episode but this is one of the cases where you don't lose points by having Tamaki an episode because it wasn't it didn't matter and I, I low key liked it it wasn't bad it wasn't horribly written uh there was a couple parts after you know the joke had already gotten yeah you know, they, kept they, it going. they threw the joke out there and you know they they, they kind of. They they when they had her out, sitting but, down in, in the thong and they were showing it like watch I got the mm-hmm. like when they had her just sitting down and it's it's pointing at Lieutenant Henwa and he's like bro I don't give a fuck about you in this like you do your exactly. thing me and me and Vulcan got too many more issues at hand and now she's a nun she's like part of the sisters too crazy that was just to drive that point home she's literally that purposeless of a character you <laughs> yeah. can switch her roles just to get her to do some fan service switch her role back. Nobody cares, bro. She's just there for the fan service. Even and I Kareem, feel like once you finally get that, even you know, Kareem, who was from the uh, first, uh, the first company, was like, "I don't give a fuck about you, Tamaki." Like, <laughs> yeah, like what the fuck is going on with her? You know what I'm saying? Get y'all girl. You feel me? Yeah. At the same time, it was definitely uh, not that you. You know, it's kind of expected every time you see her. And the thing is, they didn't. It wasn't super overkill to where, you know, she didn't have that important role. People don't understand, but, you know, episode one, I mean, season one, it was such a buzzkill because it was supposed to be a big fight and it ended up being nothing. You feel me? So this one, it wasn't supposed to be a big fight for her. She was just, it she was Shiva's big moment. She didn't take away from that at all. So well, it was I'm Sharon's glad. big moment because Sharon was Yeah, Sharon, ass. for sure. Because <laughs> at the same time, though, you feel me? With Sharon, because Sharon... Gangster, like he was busting that boy up through houses and shit. I saw that. I was like, "Whoo!" This is the animation itself is taking Fire Force into, le- into another league. You feel me? The yep. fight scenes uh, were incredible, but uh, I definitely liked Inca. I love the adrenaline junkiness about her. At the same time, like you said, I wish Shinra would have drove that point home. He's so bent on. I'm a hero. I'm a he should have been yeah. like, "Hey, you don't realize." Madness is going on. I'm on the good side of it, but I'm here. It's not boring. Yeah. I'm I'm on the front lines. And like she's watching him get 
fucking dog walked. You know what I'm saying? And it, like, he's getting he his be, shit rocked. And he should be like, yo, like, these people are not, they're going to take your freedom. You can still live a crazy life with me with by having your free. Like, yeah, it's like you said, he needs to just stop being like, I'm a hero, I'm a save, and understand someone else's viewpoint. It's exactly. time for him could, to expand. It's very simple to hear her out. when Like, you, the whole thing is, she said a couple things. Like, there was a bunch of red flags that she's not trying to go with you, dog. But he kept trying to drive it home, and every time she would say something, he'd be sitting there like, huh, "You, you can't you talk mean? no jutsu his way out of this." I don't understand. Like the thing is, it's very, it's a simple concept to understand. It's, it's so funny like, to see the influences that Naruto has because this new generation's mangaka, even though uh, this guy worked on Soul Eater, you can see the influences of Naruto on Asta, Shinra, Deku, Tanjiro. You can see him on all uh, all across the board. Shinra's trying to do talk no jutsu and that, that shit's not working. Like, and that's what I love that these new mangaka are realizing. It's like, yeah, Kishimoto had a good point about Naruto using his words and being morally just, but it's like, what happens when you face someone who doesn't give a fuck about that? Because there right. are humans out there and I, and we see Asta go through it. We're seeing Shinra go through it and we see Deku go through it in the ways that they're handling it are very interesting. And I'm, I'm interested to see how Shinra handles Inca because this is a, his first wall that he has to hop over. If he can hop over Inca, then he'll be able to convince Sho later down the line. It's all to build to convincing Sho. Kind of like how Naruto was built to convince Sasuke, Shinra is being built to convince Sho to come back to his side. Facts. It's, it's all plot progression with this. You know what I'm saying? With the whole, the whole, that whole little interaction, you feel me? I just wish that she wouldn't be so stubborn to realize that, hey, these people are trying to kidnap me. This, it's not boring what he's trying to do. He's just trying to get me from not being kidnapped. So yeah. I, I find that whole, it's just for plot progression, the whole him not understanding her and her not understanding him. It's to make him grow as a exactly. hero. Exactly. And, and it's going to be, I'm liking the way it's playing out. You feel me? I'm loving her as a character. I'm loving him as a character. He's grown on me over like, at the beginning of season one, I was like, okay, he's cool. But I was picking another character to be my favorite character. But uh, like, she was slowly becoming one of my Arthur. Yeah, Arthur, Arthur's but for sure my favorite, but Shinra's slowly climbing his way up to be tied with Arthur. Like, I love mm. Arthur, man. And all right, what would you rate episode four? I'm giving this a solid four, six. Solid. Yeah, I, four, I'm about to say, I give it a good four, six, four, five, four, six. <laughs> yeah. But for sure, it's a little bit over four, five, bro. Cause yeah, it's like, this was great. So let's get to episode five. Uh, this is where Shinra does the attack. The coroner, a.k.a. sign of the devil, hash slash a secret plan. Shinra makes an important discovery on how to fight Sharon, him being a, a second generation. But incorporating a new hand form into his fighting style still proves difficult. The other fire soldiers put into action a novel approach to putting rest a demon inferno. So let's talk about the other side. So before we talk about Shinra, so Lieutenant Hinoa, Captain Obi, and all of their... Uh, uh, assistance from company five and I believe company six. And then I believe it's uh, Kareem. So they have company five, six and Kareem and the, the people that they sent from five and six are big fans of Obi. So they all come together. Licked makes a plan to take all of the fires that are there, use all of the second generations to send the fires to Maki. So she could turn the fires into this big firestorm tornado, have Hinoa bring the demon there, shoot this big ballistics missile into the fire tunnel to then shoot at the demon and then destroy him. And then all of a sudden have Kareem freeze all of that fire so it doesn't burn the city. We see Obi have to shoot the demon inside of the thing with Vulcan. It's just a great plan by Licht and to see everything come together where Hinoa, 
Maki and Kareem all have big uh, roles being second generations, and it just, just works work. really well. Shows how good Obi is at... It shows everything that they went through for season one mattered for Obi building up all of his alliances and being an amazing captain to thus really solving this issue. And then it also shows that what he's doing is working, which is going to allow the other companies to want to help him more often because this actually worked. Yeah, bro, bro was killing me with the whole the whole shooting shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> shit was killing me, bro. I, I was sitting there like, son, shoot that shit, son. Shoot it, son, shoot it. <laughs> like, son, what are you doing? Like, he's like, what button is it? I'm like, you fucking, bro, Idiot. shoot, son. Hit them all. Like, v- Vulcan was tripping, like, son. you clowning, bro. Bro, Vulcan killed me with that shit because Vulcan <laughs> brought this nigga up to you. He was like, bro, I will, you don't even have to trip, son. Just yeah. shoot, hit the button, bro. Just hit all buttons. I'm bringing you there, so I'm doing the work for you. Love the comedy of this episode, especially with that gang. You know what I'm saying? With the whole the whole um uh uh chemistry between everybody. Yeah. It was a beautiful thing. I even like homie who who freezes shit. Yeah, you feel Kareem. Me? Kareem is he dope as hell. Like he's a dope ass character. Uh, as soon as he he came into came on the scene, shit, it's dope shit seeing up. the the other companies come to help, and I think that we're gonna see that more often now that this works. And I'm ready to get Ogun, the black guy, all up in the in the gang because we see him in the previews. We see Bubble Guy in the previews, and Bubble Guy made his appearance back again with Juggernaut to help Shiren, uh, Shinra fight Sharon's uh, uh, other other counterparts, and they're but, intriguing. I like them a lot. Yeah, so let's get to Shinra fighting Sharon. Shinra realizes, yo, I got to use my rock technique, a.k.a. the corner, sign of the devil. It's him finally embracing himself being a devil and embracing that I have these devilish abilities, but just because I have this doesn't make mean I'm not a hero. I'm going to embrace it and be who I am and still be a hero. He does his big uh, devil attack, which eats up Sharon. And Sharon, this is the first time Sharon ever took damage, but it doesn't defeat him. It just knocks him out. Then Sharon gets up and punches Shinra and is like, oh, we about to fight. And Shinra's like, bring it on. Meanwhile, Arthur's fighting the other uh, the other one, the other... Uh, Pillar, girl, yeah. yeah, and Homea, and he's whooping her ass. I, I can't wait to see how Arthur and Shinra fare in the next episode because it's gonna be Shinra versus Sharon and Arthur versus Homea. Will they save Inca? I think they will, but I feel like if they save Inca, the next pillar they're losing to the Evangelist. They're gonna lose a pillar at some point because in the preview you see Show Homea, uh, Shinra, and Inca, and then they have three or four others like empty slots with nobody behind it. I feel like they're going to, lo- if they win this one, they're going to lose the next one. Yeah. See, I'm excited to see what, what goes on, what happens from here on out. You know what I'm saying? But all the new characters introduced, I'm, I'm loving them like from villains to, to heroes, like from yep. other companies. I'm just excited to see like now to me, fire force is getting in that bag to where, okay, it's amazing. It, it's here to stay. Season one was uh intro. This is, we in the game now, and I and I can't wait for Joker to come back. Olorochimaru ass, like what? What? Like what's his whole deal? Because now we know it's clear the fire first, fire force versus the evangelist. But why was Joker messing with Shinra in the first episode? Facts. We still got to realize that that Light is a partner of Joker. That's still in the background. You can't forget that. So what's up with all of that? And what does he connect to Burns and all of this shit? So I'm ready to see all of it. But and this I episode, ain't lie, bro. This is a I was five reading for the me. manga too. Like I was reading the manga with this one. But wait, you said it was a five? You know yeah, I'm, I'm giving it a five out of ten. Damn, five out of five. Hard five. 
this was this is amazing, man. This was an amazing episode. Just seeing Shinra's attack, the way it was animated, like they're putting the budget into it. It looks Wano good. It looks Demon Slayer good. Like Fire Force is doing its thing. I got to give it a five out of five. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to lie. When Shinra did that huge, that big ass attack, uh, that shit looked amazing. You know what I'm saying? All the, the whole fire tornado, all, everything in, in the episode looked amazing. The it just worked so well. And so what would you rate this out of five? I'll give this one a good, I'll give, I, I want to say five, but I want to say like something like maybe 4.8, you know what I'm saying? Just because, just how. You want to hold that on your five? Yeah, but I ain't going to lie, bro. Now that I'm, I'm really thinking about it. It's a five, bro. It it didn't have anything where it lacked. That's what I'm, you know saying? what I'm saying. And there was no Tamaki in this episode causing problems. Oh, yeah, definitely. You gain points when you lose Tamaki in episodes. <laughs> so that's definitely a five. You know what I'm saying? I forgot my golden rule. You feel me? <laughs> but I also like that rock and like the earth that we know is like long long ago and they're like in some future and rock and roll is a thing of the distant past and i love how they're gonna make shinra be this metal guy it just it works so well everything about it episode was great man and see i, I was about to say too uh that i was reading the manga along with it for the last two episodes you feel me like just reading as i as i, as I watched you feel me and i'm not gonna lie the art and the manga is gas packed. Like I might have to start reading the manga to catch up after this season. Like for the rest of the season, I'm probably gonna keep doing it like this and keep like watching the episode and reading the manga a little bit after. Like to just it's beautiful. Kinda, I, and and I'm I, not gonna lie. I'm caught up to where because I stopped reading at right at when they met Inca because I was like, oh, I gotta watch this. I'm gonna start reading again just like you all because like this, it's too good. Like when the season's ends, I gotta know what keeps happening. I love Fire Force. And I like I like the, Fire the, Force more than Soul Eater, and I think the mangaka actually accomplished a goal where Soul Eater he didn't get his full vision out, and I think Fire Force he's getting it 100 out. Since we're getting these Shaman King kind of re rehashes, let's get a Soul Heater. They're not gonna do it because Fire Force is such a so a big money. And yeah, big and, a, money and a Kubo right and a Kubo's killing it with this. Like that's and what I'm saying. Like lie, I feel bro. like. Soul Eater was his his first attempt, and I'm not gonna call it a failure, but Fire Force is his success. No, for sure the anime was compared to the manga. The anime was very successful, but the anime was successful being incomplete, yeah, and being completed with a Demon Slayer ending. So the thing is, you give that Demon Slayer ending to Soul Eater, and it brings it down a couple notches. But Soul Eater was gas, and I feel like Fire Force you get to see the full extent of the mangaka's. Um, uh, potential. Yeah, you, know, you get to see you get to see him really execute on that because you got to see it if you read the Soul Eater manga. But if you watch the the anime, you got to see the potential, but you didn't get yeah. to see the potential fully expound upon. And I feel like if we do get a Soul Leader remix in the future, remix, reboot, remaster, whatever, hopefully they finish the ending and make it really gas. To I feel like it's gonna be long after Fire Force, Force is, is a raging success. Yeah, like I think I feel like Fire Force is gonna be a raging success and get people. Like when Fire Force is said and done, people gonna be like, "We want more content." They gonna be like, "Well, we have Soul Leader that y'all fucking butchered." Yeah, we, you know what I'm saying doing, that'd be fire. I'm so I'm like I said, I'm so ready for Ogun. I'm ready to see my Black Fire Force member team up with Arthur and Shinra and kick ass. Like I'm just we, I'm we dealing with a Shonen powerhouse. You feel yeah. me? Yeah, Fire Force is now up there, man. I I I said when we were talking about the new gen, I always said Fire Force was gonna be there. It's now here with the big dogs, and it is a big dog in itself. So congratulations to Akubo and Fire Force and Shinra being part of the new gen main stars. We're going to have to re-rank. We're going to have to re-rank the MCs of the new gen. Now that oh, we've I can't seen wait some, for that. Now that we've seen what happened with Tan Tanjiro, now that we've seen where's what's up with Deku, 
I think next episode we're gonna have to re-rank them. Then we're gonna get some more uh manga exclusive anime characters soon. Like we're gonna get the whole Yuji Itadori shit and you know yep. we'll get the whole uh chainsaw man shit. So we're gonna get yep. a lot of we're gonna get uh Shiki from Eden Zero. So we're gonna have a whole bunch of new oh look at this guy. Me? I'm not gonna lie, bro. People people hated on fairy tale for, for specific reasons, but at the same time, fairy tale is big, like all the other. But the thing is, I feel like Eden Zero is shitting on Fairy Tale. Like I'm hundred percent caught up. Like I'm all the way caught up on Eden Zero. And it to me, Fairy Tale was cool. Rave Masters was cool. To me, Eden Zero. So Eden, so Fairy Tale's like its soul leader, and Eden Zero's like its fire force. Yeah, and it's still in early stages. It's still in early stages. So I can't wait to see where it goes. Like even where I'm at in the manga, I still feel like we got a long way to go. But it's like I feel like it's gonna be tightly knit to where it's not going to be the super long running shonen, but it's going to be a great we might get 100 episodes out of this. You know what I'm saying? I bet. Good arcs. That's the show, ladies and gentlemen. Krista, tell the people they can find you at on social media. At Krista SJE, you know what I'm saying? Music coming real soon. Streaming coming real soon. I seen you got the Twitch shit set up. The Twitch, the game is set up. And me and Faye, matter of fact, I'm going over there tomorrow. I do not know what game we will be streaming, but we about to start trying to well, we about to start trying to fuck with it. You feel me? Because the webcam just came in. We about to we about to get it popping. So if y'all want to see me stream all kind of OG games, we will be doing like GameCube, Game Boy, Super Nintendo, like these exclusive uh, anime games. A lot of English patches for games that weren't brought to the states. A lot of like you know classic like Simon King games, Inuyasha games. You feel me? So if y'all ready for that, uh, me and Fade are gonna start streaming. And also we got Rivals Two, the uh, the project like the the album. Coming soon. The first one was like a little EP. We gave y'all Five. three songs, but we're going to kind of coincide the drop with our Twitch because uh, we're going to start like a Rivals kind of thing too to where me and him, every time we do the Rivals segment, we're just going to be battling, whether it's a Pokemon battle, whether it's like a fighting game, but it's going to be a competition between me and him. And what better way to start that than dropping Rivals too? Because the streets need... <laughs> Hell yeah, that's going to be lit, y'all. Make sure y'all go follow Chris on Twitch. Y'all make sure y'all get ready for Rivals 2 and be ready to look at all his streaming content. I'm going to definitely be watching because see see who wins you a fade because I remember... I'm a bluesing. <laughs> I hope... So. I, look, fade fade showed me that he bust your ass. Like, see, I remember when we battled. <laughs> yeah, whoa, fade won. Whoa, I'm just I saying, don't remember fade, that. Fade, I, it's on YouTube. You can... People can I go. Need the footage. They got our sessions on YouTube. Somebody you can fact go to, check Lynn, bro. You can go to the Bros and Think YouTube and see who won Jump Force the most. It was if me. Then it was a fluke. <laughs> I know <laughs> I watched that man so many times in Jump, especially in Jump Force. That man, no, he can't see me watch, in Jump Force. Watch, let me. I'm gonna I, give I Fade his props. I gotta give him his props. Look, I need a on. rematch right now. We, let me. Matter of fact, we gonna do Jump Force on the street because. He not seeing, not no 2020 Chris, so he not seeing on Jump Let me see, hold on, what's the video called? I remember from Mardi Gras at Nick Grand. Nick Grand had that party for Mardi Gras. It was like Party Gras, whatever the fuck. But we, uh, it was a turnt up ass party. Nigga, we was playing Jump Force in that bitch. I was on the stick forever, whooping everybody ass who wanted smoke back to back to back. And Fade came in several times to get the smoke. It's called Jump Force Chronicles, uh, Lynn versus Chrissa and versus Fade. Now see you... Is another story. You washing probably both of us. I know for sure me 
Cause nigga, I, I remember playing against you in fucking My Hero. I remember we did a practice run. We just we wasn't even streaming. We I remember it was like, nigga, you got My Hero, the first one. Yeah, like, hell yeah, man, let's link up. We got on that bitch, son. No mercy, son. <laughs> I, <laughs> Look, I bro, catch whenever, one round. whenever you get back on PlayStation, hop on the stream, bro. I, I can add. I me and uh me and uh what you call it? Me and Slick played 2K on the stream, and I can add your video to like. It's, the system is little. Like, my girlfriend hates how I have two... T- like, the studio looks nuts right now for the streaming shit, but y- y'all make sure y'all go follow because I want to see who wins between Chris and Fade in this new... Matt, and I think it's gotta, a perfect marketing for the Rivals thing. We got to sure. hop on the goddamn... Me and you, we got to hop on Attack on Titan and go slay some Titans. Gang shit, you feel me? <laughs> that shit's so fun, and I ain't gonna lie. I wish it's I had to play with online. It's on PlayStation and Switch. Oh, I'm gonna get it. Switch, but it's on PlayStation for sure. I'm if definitely you hop gonna on it, Doom probably gonna hop on it. Me, you, and Doom being that bitch. If we can do a squad, Titans. oh yeah, I'm doing. I'm That's getting what I'm that. saying it's squad slaying Titans, bro. That should be gas. Yeah, no, I'm getting that. Create your own character that. and shit. Oh, that's oh, it's over with. We doing that? Can I? Can we become Titans too? Or no? Or no? I don't see that. I'm not, I'm not too far into it. I don't know. Okay, yet. but we create our own character. Oh yeah, we are gonna be the Black Squad going fuck up Titans. It's gonna be gas pack, bro. <laughs> I'm down. I'm so lit. <laughs> y'all make sure y'all follow me at LinBWT. Follow the Bros Who Think at Bros Who Think. Be sure to check out the most recent episode of Bros Who Binge. We have a pitch it match. For those who don't know what pitch it is, it's a game show for the network where we have competitors fight each other and see who can pitch the best idea. For example, around it's two rounds. Round one, we give the uh, competitors their question before the show. And for example, a question could be pitch, an, pitch a live action series that's based off an anime. Pitch who you want the director to be and the lead actor. And we would then the two competitors debate to see who has the better pitch and the judges determine who wins each round based off of that. The second round is more based on can you think on your toes where you get the question on the spot and you have to pitch on the spot. It's a really fun game. Chris is going to be in the league next year, but y'all make sure to check out this year to see who becomes the champion. This is the match to see who goes to the conference finals. That's out right now. And be sure to check out the latest episode of the Bros Who Think podcast this Thursday, a really fire episode. And if you're into the NBA, we break down the bubble dramatically. So be sure to follow that at Bros Who Think. But other than that, subscribe to the YouTube. Follow us on Twitch, Bros Who Think. Follow Chris and Fade on Twitch. Subscribe to them as well. Be sure to uh, subscribe to us on uh, Spotify and Apple Music, Bros Who Think Network. And be sure to just be looking out for all the new content coming. A new Run It Back will be out soon. This is the one where we got to pick our new movie, man. We got to see what we're going to do. I'm thinking we should do a Shonen. We got we to gotta, we gotta talk about that off air. But other than that, for Chris and my name is Lennon. You guys have a good one. We'll talk to you guys next week for Run It Back. But until then, be safe and peace. I was a gaming roll, I was a Tillo. Hurry, fuck with the law, cause Wizlow. Used to be out on the street on my tits hoes. I give a fuck if these niggas don't like me. Say it dry, come down. Levi, used to have lit money stuffed in my Levi's. I was a Drake, had a mix up with Nihai. I've been through some parts, I ain't lost it. I know niggas want me dead up in my coffin. Can't let you go get the best of me. Hop on the beat and I cook it up for wars. I got the recipe. Starting to think that these niggas don't get it. The underworld game, we always stay winning. Hulk gang is evil, the sentence is six. Still got a Draco, he carried a stick. No Pokemon, it's a critical. This ain't as good as it gets. You got a white and tall, I dropped the tape. Already been told that I was a great. Fuck around, give me a Hulk, I get cake. Go who I'm about to go ahead and go. Don't let me have to pull up to your place. I saw what your gang and you all get a race. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. The boss, you can tell I'm amazing, man. Hit up your crew like we all playing laser tag. Okay. 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 We all be some mega man. That's for a fee. I can't give out a helping hand. Pay for a fee. Need a band. Gotta get it in. Gang. Okay. Bitch. 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 Underworld gang is on top of a sticker game. Toy Story.
Louis to IP after that chicken man. She what the fuck on me cause you want me to man. Bitch, I'm the grip and I'm feeling like chicken man. Uh, bitch, I got leeway. I give a damn with a fuck boy tweet. Say I put the cheese on his head, no green bay. My nigga stay with the heat, no D-way. Well, you can tell I get pussy like he stay. How would you ball up a shopping on East Bay? Ask about me, but they say I'm the least fake. Your producer better off doing beat tape. They can stop rapping. I'm more like Pac-Man. Say with my name and get hit with a backhand. Say with my kin and get hit yeah. with a Mac 10. Say with my parent get slayed like dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, Simony Sam been capping. All of my bitches call me when they fat bang. Pickin' for me to put dick in they backhand. Sit on my teacher like nigga, what happened? You know what's fine, you don't get a fraction. You suckin' dick just to get where you at, bitch. Well, I be grinding like I never had shit. Turn on that slick or you get in your ass kick, nigga. Rudy and Kami, we stay on that fuck shit. Bitches on me talking about I'm their husband. Fuck all that jazz, blow me like a trumpet. Well, let me Blake, I'ma keep it a hundred. Fuck all that dumb shit, got a biscuit in a drumstick. Cut to the beat like an onion. Rappers, I'm munching, they be my lunch and crunch them like onions. Yo. Nobody nigga, I'm feeling like Alpha. Rap a storytelling, spitting Excalibur. Niggas won't smoke a can't even afford a guard. Pull up, I shit tight, I'm out with a porn car. Fuckin' be fully and smoke that I'm for it all. Kinda on my phone, I ignore a car. Rules on your waist like I threw out a dragon pole. Finna come up on that corner like Ragnarok. I'm having traffic, I'm never gonna see a drop. These niggas rapping about shit, they don't be about underworld gods. Who you should be around? Instrumental type of passing the beat around. Used to be cocky back then, I'm conceited now. Out of this world, but I live in the isekai. I'm painting pictures with lyrics. My guy can be, she cooking clothes off. Look like time, I keep killing my kira. I'm full of yo. Y'all me niggas shin chan, thinking they stopping me. Show hoku team, so ain't no one blocking me. Don't pass, bitch, ain't nobody hot as me. Nah, I got you. I kick shit like a soccer team. What? What? My niggas straight out this motherfucking underworld. I'm a G then. You got y'all, stole your girl, young freezer. I might blow up your fucking world. I surrounded me, I'm living in fairy tale. Let the Eto play with me, it's a scary tale. That parade play with me and get sent to hell. This is cool, I got brought to the fucking jail.